Welcome to another dumb podcast. Welcome to another dumb podcast. Jay is apparently on, but I'm here. Oh God. What's up, Jay? Hello. Yeah. They say uh, teams that start off one and zero in the preseason go on to the NBA Finals ninety three percent of the time. Well, well, yeah. I got that right. from Norm today. Look at that, Jay. Not exactly stats. Not exactly Guys, how I've been here last night. We should have done a live show. Well, no. all you got to do. No. Well, all you got to do is just give me a shout, and I'd do it. But Jacob doesn't communicate anymore. It would have been your highest-rated podcast for sure. Over the Grego podcast, I doubt it. Yes. Oh yes, everyone that listened to Grego. Them plus like ten times more. <laughs> so twenty. Right, Allie. I said right. All the guys would have been interested in the podcast last night. This is a, this is a horrible way to start a podcast. A great podcast. You guys Just, need to come live in Dallas. I, I, I live in Dallas. I'd rather put needles in my things. <laughs> That's in your <laughs> what? What your balls? <laughs> Yeah. He said he'd rather put needles in his things than live in Dallas. <laughs> Brad, I need you to get over this shit. Was that the Sorry. All right, hang on. Let me face the camera back to you. All right. Okay. This is gonna be great for the podcast. Brad, there was a point in my life that I legit thought that New York was the horriblest thing that ever happened to me, and Dallas was too. And I'm telling you, get out here. <laughs> because it's the best thing that ever happened to me and Dallas isn't even like Dallas is a fucking like it's a drop in the bucket that's what I was trying to say it's yeah. a drop in the bucket well, like all, no sir all I can everyone say... here follows rules like it's all pretty like it's beautiful like no sir all and I can say is, so is I'm sun. just happy that you and Jacob Jacob's happy in Dallas and you're happy in New York that's all I can say I'm glad that you're You know what? Happy. I'm happy that you're happy wherever you're at, I am... but I still want to fight you, and let's fight, <laughs> and I need you to come to New York. Fight, ho. Let's go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's fight, ho. <laughs> I did laugh. That looks nice. I don't even know what that is. That looks like a, a contraband of some sort. It's, uh, it's, a whole it's, ass joint. It's, uh, it's, it's paraphernalia. It's paraphernalia. Do we talk about Coke on here or no? Oh, God. I, I believe it. <laughs> When I was really <laughs> I do cocaine now, baby. All right. I think we're at the pool of these guys off the podcast. This. I appreciate Look, it. This, listen, if anyone is hearing this, this is a script that I'm writing for a movie. I'm exactly. not. Not this, real. I'm not, I'm not a, accepting anything. This is not accepting fault. This is not incriminating. This is not incriminating. This is a script to my no, movie. Anything on Absolutely. Nobody so guess what? Guess what I'm doing? I am fucking about to fucking... Okay. All right, Jay. Uh, uh, Jacob, you just uh, we'll see you next time. Uh, it was good seeing you, Priscilla. Wait, let's stay just in case there's us. an overdose. <laughs> yeah, this is not the content they wanted. If there's fent- if there's fentanyl, we want to know about this. Do you have the they- pills? Do you have the fentanyl uh, chart and pills with you? I'm gonna stop uh, no, the recording oh, right now. Shit. No, no, but I need to get some though. Yeah, gonna, get the Narcan. I'm gonna stop. Yeah, yeah, and some. T- <laughs> The Mega Game Park for life.
Well, Jay, I think I should cut every bit of that out of the podcast. I think all you need is just the audio audio of somebody saying, well, apparently I'm a whore. (laughs) Oh, just started. My Lord. Man, what a life. I had life being led over there. (laughs) I don't even know where to cut that. And I'm only doing it because I'm their friend. So I should cut some of that out. Yeah. Probably uh, all of it. All of it. Okay, I'll probably be like, whenever they said bye to me, is probably what I'll cut. I'll, I mean, there might be I'll a few in. things you can piece together, but that was... That sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, here's what you definitely should cut out. Everything about Brian Laundry. <laughs> that, uh, well, that's funny, as I was thinking about keeping all that in. Okay. So, uh, okay, then we just make it known that it's a Brian Laundry playlet, is what that was. Yeah, those weren't I mean, those weren't official statements. No, not at all. We were, I mean, and it was all, it was all like a weird play. Like it wasn't real. Yeah, so it's kind of like uh, you know they have the whole what if ser- Marvel yes. series on Disney Plus. This is like what if what but if for Brian Laundry? What if? She got a little yappy in there. In that okay, band. that's I, that's what I think. That's what really happened. That's not the what if part. Oh, okay. What if would be like if it was an accident or somebody else oh did it, and he just panicked and ran into the swamp and is hiding out somewhere right now. That's true. There's a good chance that he's no longer with us. But did you? Oh, really? Okay, that's probably true. Um, not a hundred percent. I just think there's a. That's a pretty good. Uh, that's a good, pretty good uh, little thing. That's um. Have you seen? <laughs> you feel like bad whenever you're looking through Gabby's uh, like Instagram. Like who is this lady? And you're like, whoa. All right. Whoa. What do you mean whoa? <laughs> like, all right. She she's got talent. Uh, well, I, I haven't uh, searched through her Instagram history. I but, mean, it looks um, like she's a world traveler. Yeah. Uh, she likes tubs. Interesting. <laughs> what? I mean. And... So what do they, 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 I guess they haven't released details. I know that it was ruled a homicide, but it wasn't real. Okay. That. that lady, I'm sorry that we're well, going to, the, I've, I've the edited that. part of this podcast didn't say, uh, it was, she was ruled a homicide. Was it ruled a homicide? Cause I, I've kind of fell off. I on thought these. it, I thought it was, I thought I had read that, that okay. it was ruled a homicide, but I, I didn't get any other, you know, details as to why. Okay. You know, because it could have been there's signs of a struggle or blunt force trauma or something like that mm-hmm. versus they f- just found her at the bottom of a canyon and she either fell or maybe was pushed. But my first thought was even if he did push her off like a cliff, how are they going to prove it? If he's just like, uh, you know, here's what happened. It was an accident and I just panicked. Yeah, this sounds like a real Natalie Wood situation. Yeah, so now Brian Laundry will go on to be a successful actor. <laughs> Can't wait for him to star in his first Michael Myers or Mike Myers uh, <laughs> film. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, so I don't we'll, know. We'll, we'll a, continue to follow that story. It's a t- yeah, we will. It's a tough one though. But I, I feel like I came up with you know the bunch of people came out at first. Whatever the uh, oh god, they were they were really harping on that. Oh man, it's just another uh, a white girl lost or whatever. And I was like, I was I made that first because you know that's, that's an old Patrice O'Neill joke. Because he was talking about like um, Natalie Holloway or some other some some other gal who was missing back in the day, and he's like, "If I'm ever on a boat and we're, <clears throat> you know, uh, deserted, I'm gonna have like a little baby on my keychain type thing because they're not gonna want to come get me, but they're gonna want the baby at least." <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, uh, there's some, you know, there's a lot of, well, there's a lot of uproar, but I mean, a lot of it is what we see on Twitter, which doesn't always reflect the uproar in the general population. But I mean, there was a lot of uproar about how that's covered and there's other people missing that it's not really covered. And there's truth to that. Um, There is truth to that, but it's also like, well, you are the media. Yeah. You could, I mean, they're in control. Yeah, they, they could do it. Um, or especially we're, you know, I'm also kind of like, why are we, why do we need to cover any of them? Like, you know, it's kind of like a more expanded (laughs) version of the Amber Alert that I don't really, you know, I, you know, like everybody does now, you take the quick look out your window to see if the kid's right out front of your house. If it's not, you don't do anything. I mean, okay, somebody's missing in Utah. What do you, what do you want from me? (laughs) <laughs> yeah like uh, i don't i don't need to know about this what whoever male female like i i'm good if i don't hear about any of them and you don't hear about 99.9 percent of them so why don't we just bump that up to a clean hundred and just and just move along can i also say like um i did something unfortunate on my phone and it's not what you think Uh-oh. I turned oh. off all Amber Alerts and any alerts on my phone. <laughs> Did you know you could do that? <laughs> uh, I knew you could. I, I haven't done that, but, uh, you know, it's when, usually... When I got that 2 o'clock in the morning Amber Alert, yeah. I think that was my last straw. And you know where I found out about it? It was like from a... I was watching a comedy show. Uh, like, I actually went to like a physical comedy show out in Dallas. And... They brought that up, and I was like, uh, <laughs> they they actually like talked about the Amber Alerts things, and I was like, I didn't know you could turn that off. And I'm oh, actually yeah. uh, speaking to a guy right now who does a comedy um, cold case podcast, which is kind of funny in a way. And I okay. I I was pitching some ideas. I was like. Oh, if I do your podcast, I want to do the Amber uh, case. Amber Amber Hagerman. Amber Hagerman case because it was so close to me, and I was even I was even like looking out to reach out to his uh, her brother who was actually out on bikes that day because I thought hmm. that would be interesting to, to like. What did you? What's going on? Because I think that's a crazy story, but I hate to say it, like Amber Hagerman that, that was a crazy story but now as an adult i want to 
just mute all like I'll see it on the news or I'll see it on Twitter if there is a legitimate Amber Alert in my area. Yeah. I mean I I still have that on and if I looked at it and it was nearby, I'm still not gonna run out and start looking up and down the streets, but I'll be aware of it. Starting, if there's a starting description a ch- of, of a vehicle. Starting a line <laughs> in a field yeah. with uh, flashlights or something. Right. But when I see it at seven in the morning and it says there's an Amber Alert and, and Beaumont, I mean, that gets the immediate swipe left and clear. Sorry. So I don't know. Yeah. It, it serves it serves a purpose, but I think the Amber Alert serves more of a purpose than you know the national story that everybody freaks out about from twelve different angles. Man, this is just a star-studded event tonight because oh we also have God. stove up in this bitch. <laughs> I can't fucking believe it. I didn't think we'd. You know, I had to go look back on the on the podcast because I swear stove has been on like five podcasts that we've had he's two. been on one two two right? i think two there's no way you've been on two he's been on at least one at least one but i don't even yeah, think no, it's two no, it was it was two it was right after the, the ice storm and then because uh, yeah because it was two because okay. jay wasn't jay wasn't on that one okay he he was on the uh, the other one i was on okay like well yeah Good combination. Well, you missed the first half of this podcast, which was is probably yeah. not going to be aired. I'm not sure. No. <laughs> yeah. We had yeah, Jacob on, who was basically having the party from Boogie Nights. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, what was, oh, God. Yeah, I don't even, I don't ever, you know, I don't, I'm not even going to ask. Yeah. With, with just, that guy. I would just best not ask. I don't know. <laughs> but, it's uh,. Pro- I heard some song yeah, they, from from Scarface in the background. That was weird. Yeah, if they made a, a sequel to Blow when it was in Manhattan, and I think that's what we witnessed earlier. Jesus. Yeah. His his life is kind of fascinating. He, you know, as a married man, as us three are, we're married men, and correct. We don't. We live well, Jake. Jay. You live on the little outskirts of Dallas. You don't live in downtown. You live no, in a nice suburb. North Dallas. I live in a suburb, at least. But living in the downtown area, say, you know, in your 30s or 40s, you are fucking living it up. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you're just in a, in a world that I don't even understand. But I'm glad you're living it, And I'm, but I also don't really... It, it, it is something you're like, oh, I'd like to do that for like a day, but I have to go yeah. back to what I'm doing. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, Somebody <laughs> needs to do that, but I'm glad it's not me. Dude, it stresses me out That's to a think good about way. some of the stuff he does. Yeah. Like, I, get, I get legit stressed. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why are you moving around so much? I don't move yeah. around this much. Right. They're always, because it's a joke that he's the activities guy. And like, I'm the anti-activities guy because... Uh, I, I see people on like Facebook or something like that on a Saturday, and it's like, "Hey, we went to a parade. Hey, we went to the, the bounce house this week." And I go, "I just sat around my house and right. I kind of." I'm, I'm like, "Hey, I fell asleep after 10 p.m. on Saturday." <laughs> you know, I don't, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, it's it's. I don't get it, man. Yeah, I, I really don't either. But it's good to have you, Stove. I'm glad to have you for your third uh, appearance <laughs> or whatever the fuck this is. But it, 
It hasn't been enough. I know you have a you have a yappy baby who apparently oh. just won't listen God, to whenever they, you want to go to sleep. Right. Babies are so dumb. I know. <laughs> Why don't they like? Hey, dude! I told you to go to sleep. I fed you. I don't know what else you want me to do. What they don't appreciate sleep and how great it is. No, you know I I didn't understand whenever you know all those photos of like, oh, you know it's a sweet photo of the the dad taking care of the baby and they're both sleeping. I go, no, that's just fucking having a baby. When you finally get the kid asleep, then you sleep. Yeah. And that's yeah. just what you do. But yeah. I think I am a better parent than Stove because Stove just cannot <laughs> keep his parent his kids to sleep. He <laughs> no, just, it's getting better. Okay. It's getting better. It's getting better. Okay. We might have more stove appearances if he can keep his friggin' kids asleep. Listen, we, we pissed away money on a sleep consultant <laughs> and it seemed to work. She gave us great advice. What is okay, I, I have to ask. What okay. is a sleep consultant? offer man it's probably shit we could have figured out on our own if we'd if we'd have really thought about it maybe a phone but, call to your good friend brad but, would probably be a good one all right what do you do yeah you just you just oh. leave them fuck alone and let them cry oh. i don't know what do you that's, do I, that's honestly what we ended up doing like but my it was it got so bad it got to the point you remember that week well I don't, yeah. know, I don't remember this I don't know why we were we were all out we had COVID like every single one of us my family had COVID right. and we finally got over it we were we were through that and all that shit and that we got so bad we're like we were like we can't do this anymore we put our kid and our, our 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 oldest daughter our oldest kid in our in our in our room and we're trying to get her to sleep and it got so bad like we're like we just kind of let her cry it out this kid was. Hand, you know, just grabbing the door handle, trying to open it as my wife's holding the door closed. Did you have like, like, a, like a, a jump rope tied to the other uh, the door? Pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. But you know, but that's what you have to do. You're right. I'm like, that's just unfortunately, man. But man, like she got it, and like it's we've had a great last two months, basically. So, well, here's here, okay. I'm gonna offer my free advice, and maybe Jay can offer up his, but <clears throat> I I don't cater to children okay i i don't uh like i will read a book i will do the whole like all right but after a while it's now on them and they go to sleep i don't like i i've we have another guy dustin here dustin likes oh i had to live with my Mm -hmm. kid like no Mm -hmm. like don't do that because then they know they can keep kind of the prolonging of no sleep like right, they're ch- smart they're, yeah. they they get it it's just like yeah. anything else you just it's not that they can't sleep if they just laid there and just they don't have anything to do there's nothing else right. to do but sleep right right so totally they'll just go to sleep and it's it's really that easy like it's frustrating for me to see y'all uh uh struggle with it because it, it is I'm not saying it's easy, but it's just yeah. like you really should just I, I wouldn't say lock the door. I mean I wanna to try to be yeah. cruel about it. Like don't put yeah. it in there and go you stay the fuck to sleep or I'm gonna fuck <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> like, No, I'm not right. saying to do that, but I'm like, listen, this is sleep time. So yeah. like you go to bed and it's not where you're up 
and you're like, because that's always a big thing. Is like you sit in the living room while yeah. you're asleep, while they're sleeping, and they're like, "What the fuck are you doing out here?" Well, like, well, no, I'm I'm sleeping too. My bad. <laughs> you know, like I'll go to my room and maybe I'll have the TV on. Right. But like, you got to go to sleep. You know, that's 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 all in it. I don't know. Well, it's not even that too. It's like, man, it's like, you know, when I was having to sleep with her for a while, you know, like the two months, it was just complete shit. Like I didn't have any time for anything. We like, we couldn't watch TV shows, nothing. Like, yeah. we, like we had no time for ourselves. So by the time she got to sleep, I was fucking exhausted. So I was going to sleep right after that. So it's like, you go from work to making sure your kid goes to sleep and then you go to sleep. And that was it. That was the day. I'm like, that's man, not- I, I've been a part of it, man. Like you get behind on Game of Thrones because you can't watch any sex dragons <laughs> because kids are all fucking asleep, fucking up. So yes, some of yeah. that is just the way it is. At least for a a period of time. A period we of went time. through that too. Yeah. Uh, and and we kind of had different shifts, I guess, through the night that something happened. If one of them woke up, that I would take it, and past a certain time, she would take care of it. But it lends to the same thing. Yeah. Like one of you is covering what's going on, the other one's asleep, and then you'll get through like a whole week and you'll be like, Yeah, well, I think we talked to each other a whole of you know, seven minutes all week. Yeah. The rest is just the yeah. kid stuff. But when they're that young, that's just especially if you have more than one of them, that's just kind of the way it is. Yeah. Your kids are pretty close though, Jay, right? Mine are two years apart. Yeah, I mean that would be pretty tough. It, yeah. Like, that's that's yeah. what I was having are, a newborn yeah. and having a two year old Nick, that's yeah that's uh that's that's a yeah i would say until they were at least four and two maybe close to five and three it was pretty hectic and then beyond then beyond that point you know you just don't have the you've, same you've whipped them enough the pro- you've whipped them enough i mean fuck man why would you want to get up you know <laughs> yeah the, the problems just the, the problems just change I know they don't really yeah. get that much easier they're just different problems different challenges Jay's just like like wrestling moves on his kids. Oh, that's he's he's F five dollars. Yeah, they've been threatened with all that, and for a while they kind of took it seriously. Like, man, I wonder if he'd really do that to me. But now they know it's a joke. You're like, have you heard of the people's elbow? Will he really rock bottom me? Uh, He said he'd power bomb me right through a table. We don't. I didn't even know we had a table in this house. Okay. Um, I guess guess I'll go through some of my notes here. Um, other than just glad stove's here. God, I'm just glad to be on, man. Yeah, I mean, seriously, I I was I was not you know blowing smoke up your ass earlier. I was like, I've been wanting to do this. It's just fuck, man. It's just hard. Well, everybody's been clamoring for stove time. Okay, first of all. So let's let's talk let's talk Jalen Smith just to golf the top. Oh man. Thank God. Only for the reason because Stove would stop talking about him. <laughs> for the love of God. Well, if we I'm, got go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just like it was funny last night. I just happened jumped on Twitter and all of a sudden everybody's like, Merry Christmas, Stove. I'm like, what the fuck happened? I was like, Oh, nice. This is great news. Well, if we got an announcement that the weather had been released, you could just you could just delete your whole account. It started raining and snowing in, in early October, all at the same time. Yeah, 
Stove would have had a oh, full yeah. erection and he would just be mounting his wife <laughs> just, in the front just, yard. I, just walking around like like Ron Burgundy. Like yeah. seriously. Yeah. He would just Why are you out there, Stove? You're just taking your wife out it's snowing, goddammit, and fucking Draylon Smith is not on the team. This is great shit. Outside. This is great. <laughs> This is fucking great. You know what it you know what it came to me? You know, I'm not gonna talk a whole lot of cowboys, you know, good win. Um, but it seems like it's now a team that goes, Oh, we're actually like pretty good. We like better not suck. Yeah, yeah. Is that affirmative? That's... I mean, I haven't listened to any sports radio or anything in the last week. Look, so... I'm a, I think I, I I honestly man, like the cowboys suck, I'm gonna tell you they suck. But after watching them play for four weeks, I'm like Okay, we may have a little something here. Yeah, that's a pretty good football team, I think. Yeah, it was a different. This is definitely a different. Uh, like Panthers vibe, ain't no bitches, right? Last year. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. 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 It's just Panthers are no bitches, so like that's a good win, and to beat those guys, I feel like that's a pretty good deal. And I mean, I'm just for my labor because I'm I am way attached. I'm I'm way too fucking busy to. To follow the Cowboys, but you have to look at it and go, okay, we might have something here. I mean, statistically, that's a pretty good defense they played against on Sunday and won. So, and I know they haven't played really anybody, to be honest, but it's pretty impressive what they did on Sunday. Because honestly, early on in that game, it didn't look like they were going to be able to do that. And Yeah, when they needed to, they just turned it on and it was over. Yeah. Yeah, they let like, off the gas there in the fourth quarter, but they did. I, I don't know. That that looked a whole lot like when an NBA team gets up like 15, 16 points in the fourth, and they just kind of mm-hmm. start dicking around. For sure. Did it also, feel, at the end. Did it also right. feel like For the sure. announcing crew? I was I was listening to the radio and the TV at one time. And, and they were all going, well, don't turn this off because well, for, the Panthers could absolutely come back. And I'm like, well, I mean, I guess they well, could. You got to remember this. Kevin Burkhardt sucks at calling a football game. <laughs> so we got like Fox's like eight, like eighth team basically on, on Sunday, which fucking blows. Oh, you got so. you got the XFL team as what yeah, you got because yeah, I've exactly. seen it before. That's exactly they what were, it was. Are they, are they XFL's A team? Oh, or um, B team? No, that, that, that would have been Joe Klatt. Yeah, Joe, Joe Klatt. Klatt. That. Oh, yeah. that's right. That's right. Well, so. Um, I, I don't know. But I, I, it, it, whenever you you cut Jalen Smith and everyone's like, "What? I can't believe that happened." You, you realize a team is going, "Oh yeah, we can't." I mean, as a shitty team, you can fuck around with Jalen Smith because it doesn't yeah. hurt you because your team sucks anyways. Who gives a shit? Yeah, right, right. But you have a good team. You're like, oh, this guy's dragging us down. We, we we can really literally put fucking anybody in there and and fucking be good. You, you know what's funny though, dude? Like I. I as much obviously I hate that I can't stand him. Oh, uh, just just for the people who don't him, follow so, you on uh, Twitter need to know. Yeah. I mean, Stove would literally post every little thing on. Uh, it would be uh, training camp, and yeah. Yeah. I don't need like I could watch the video and be like, okay, they kind of got away with it. He goes fucking nine again, <laughs> trailing away. Yeah, that's all I'm watching in the videos. That's all, all I'm watching. He finds I'm, nine, and I forgot his fucking number chasing nine. I'm like, yeah. "Where's fifty four at? I don't know what you're talking yeah. about." Yeah, and he's yeah, yeah, and he paid money for that too, by the way. But how much? How but, much but, money did he pay for that? I don't even know. 
I don't even remember. It was six I, figures. I don't know how much it was, but Jesus it was six figures. Christ. God, oh my now. lord! Yeah. For that number, he's still but getting he, his money, even though he got released. Yeah, he is. And here's the thing: the last two weeks, I know he only had one tackle on Sunday, but the last two weeks, he didn't piss me off. Like even the Eagles game, where he had that stupid play where he's diving for the ball about ten yards away from him. <laughs> It didn't piss me off. You know, like, I thought he was okay against the Eagles. He didn't really do anything against the Panthers the other day. But normally he just fucking irritates everything. Everything about him irritates me. <laughs> he is Rude Nettodore is what he is. He seems to be the overpriced guy who absolutely shits the bed in any yeah. moment, any big moment. He'll, he'll do a few good things where it's like, oh, good, we're up. We're up 20 or we're down 20. And he'll do something crazy. And you're like, well, fuck, who gives a shit about that now? Yeah. Hey, thanks for your tackle nine yards downfield, you know, on on third and one. Yeah. Well, uh, what sucks is he should have had a better career if he hadn't blown his knee into smithereens. But he should have also never been drafted by the Cowboys. Well, for sure. That's for sure. He is the epitome of the. you know Jerry Jones being an oil oil man is be like you never get any oil over here Jerry he's like I've heard that before and then <laughs> and then it's the same thing with Jalen Smith it's like Jalen Smith his his knee is absolutely blown I, I've I've seen this before we can we can make it work second round Jalen Smith was his glory hole. He saw it. He saw the glory hole, and it's just I will like some glory hole. And it's just like, <laughs> dude, stop! Like, stop! Don't with, make this. I hate too to hard. say yeah. it, but like, stop with the gut shit and just where the guy is supposed to be. It seems pretty tried and true. Like they, they don't. I mean, there was moments. Okay, we re- reflect on Jalen Smith's career. Was there times where? He was really, really good. He made a Pro Bowl. Right. So okay. he was good. That, but you and I can kinda, make a Pro Bowl. I was going to say. <laughs> I understand. That's been watered down. Probably, yeah. yeah. But the problem is, is just when you draft a, a second-year guy, you're looking for a guy who is going to most likely be on your team for his career or and put a huge – I mean, it, it seems to be where a second-rounder should be. He yeah. should have been probably a fifth or sixth rounder, maybe. Well, and, and future Pro Bowl linebacker Miles Jack, who had both knees at the time, was available <laughs> to be taken that's, with the same pick. That's yeah, the thing that's yeah, the issue, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know why both knees available. <laughs> <laughs> you, you knew you were taking a guy that wasn't going to play that year. and like There was a chance he would never play again. Or again, period, right. Yeah. In a second round. That's yeah, fucking that's, nuts. That's a nuts thing to put in there. It is. It is. But it makes me wonder, though, like, did the Cowboys know? Because remember all the talk. I think were the, were the Patriots, like, the next pick or the next, the, like, the second pick after that, or two picks down or whatever from us? And wasn't the, remember the big talk on draft day being, you know, well, the Patriots were going to take the guy if we didn't. Oh, Do you God. remember that? I swear to God, I people know, Vaguely. I, I swear but, people, like, uh, like fuck with Jerry and be like, oh man, we're totally gonna take that guy. He has he has one leg. Why why would we take it? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah. like no, we're not taking him. Um, yeah, uh, 
it, it happens a lot, and it's and Jerry just in his own head just freaks out. Uh, what year? What uh, what pick was he that year? Oh, I mean, it was early. Oh, it was early. Second yeah. round. Yeah. So it was like thirty fifth oh, or something my like God. that. Thirty yeah. fourth. And Miles Jack's right okay. there. Is Miles Jack yeah. good now? Yeah, he's still he's oh absolutely yeah okay. Well, we he's not did, like all pro. I good, just but just letting you know we did not get player. him. We did not get him. No, we, we did not. Un- we did unfortunately, not. he's still he's still having to play for Urban Meyer. I'm but, trying to think of know. other guys that are behind him. Uh, looking on here, uh, Derek Henry. But we would have uh, yes. we, yeah. we would have picked. Stop him. reminding me. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I've, I've heard of him. Yeah, Derek yeah. Henry. I'm trying. To, this is off my dumb head. Who doesn't know any football players? Uh, I can't really, I can't see any other guys that I really give a crap about, but, um, wait, okay. So do you, do you have that, you have that draft pulled up right now? I I can pull it up right now. Hold on one second. Oh, see if the Patriots are really close to where the Cowboys picked there in that second round and see who they took. Cause I swear, I swear they were close. No, no, I don't see them very close. Okay. Because they were... Oh, fuck me. I don't know. Yeah, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. No, they, I have They no were clue. literally the 60th pick, and we were the third. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, well, you know. You know. Not even remotely close, but it's, it's fine. The Patriots are in the NFL, though, right? Uh, yes, I, I, got, I think I got that part I'm gonna right. Check yeah. it. I'm going to check. Yes, that's true. They were in the draft. They Listen, are... all, I, all I know is they couldn't beat the Renegades. Mm, There's no, no way. way. No way. Who? The Patriots. The current yeah. Patriots couldn't beat the Renegades? Bob Stoops Renegades? Are you kidding me? No. It'd nah. have to be a home game for the Patriots, though. Absolutely. The Renegades, the Renegades don't win home games. They can that's only right. win on the road. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Two and three. Yeah, you know right. what? You know what? I may wear my Renegade shirt to work tomorrow. I, I don't did, know. I don't know. I really I wore my Renegades uh, shirt. <laughs> Uh, I was I was out of town last weekend, and I really got some looks while I was in a restaurant <laughs> wearing a renegade shirt. They were all calling, "What the fuck are you? Hold on, you're you're in where you're at, and you're wearing a renegade shirt. That's a very perplexing concept." I got I got stopped on a plane. I was getting on a plane to go to North Carolina at the end of August on a trip, and a guy who was – I was walking down the aisle, and a guy, like, stopped me, like, grabbed my arm and said something about the shirt, like, hey, we'll be back. We'll be back soon. Jesus. I would tell him, don't ever touch me again, sir. How dare you? He's like, you're, you're goddamn right we will be. I pretty, much, I pretty much said not quite that, but almost. Dude, you know – I believe like Dan got me on like uh, for a good stretch. I'm just now getting back into t-shirts that have some type of print or something on it now. But for a long time, I would go into shirts with generic blue shirt or black shirt or whatever, because I hate interactions with, with people like go in a shirt, go into the, like the Walmart with a, with a damn uh, claw, uh, the Rangers claw on it, mm-hmm. and everybody goes, "Rangers gonna be pretty good this year, huh?" And I'm going, "I just, I just want my thing. I don't know. Dude. Like, don't talk to me. I don't guess. talk to me. I mean, I don't even know. It's just a shirt, <laughs> and it's just. I hate to be so antisocial, but I'm just like, I don't want to talk to you about this. 
That's dog? pretty bad. You think it's bad the way I'm reacting to that? Like you, yeah, I mean, so now you're you're going to buy your shirts where Tony Romo gets his hats. Yeah, $250 black shirts is what I now wear. Plain black shirts. They fit fine. But nah, just, ah. I, I remember, uh, no, just, just recently my... My father-in-law gave me a shirt that was like Breaking Bad with like Heisenberg on it. And I'm sitting there going, I That's can't. topical. I, I What's wrong with that? I can't wear this anywhere. Like, I'm only going to wear this inside the house. Or you mow, know, you mentioned that. Or mowing the lawn it, while, while listening to another dumb podcast. It's, it's the only thing I could wear. It wasn't uh, it wasn't Heisenberg. But I, I went to last week to pick up my kids at school. And I had a, a Rocky shirt on. And had multiple other dads that I do not know basically just stop in their tracks as I walk by. I've been like, dude, that is a cool shirt. And God. like, thanks, Jim. Thanks for doing that, man. All right. <laughs> thanks for it's knowing a, that. Yeah. It's a t shirt. Uh, somebody gave but it to it, me. About it's eight funny. Years ago. I will throw t shirts on all the time and just don't even remotely think about it. So when I put a shirt on and someone goes, Can you, I'm talking about your shirt. I'm sitting there going, what are you talking about? Like, or why are you talking to me? Don't talk to me. Like, as, as you're in your family feud t-shirt <laughs> that your mom gave you. It's just Golden Girls. Why do you even care? Why do you, it's just Golden Girl. I have a Golden Girls shirt. I have a Golden Girls t-shirt. It's funny you mentioned that. Yeah, I, I figured you did. Gold girls. But I'd for, I'm just now getting back into somewhat of a, like, I'll wear, like, even, like, it's so controversial to even, like, I wear a Longhorn shirt and stove shut up. But I'll wear a Longhorn shirt, and I'm not oh, even, said, like. like, T-shirt fan right here. Did you go, did yeah. you go to school there? Here we go. Yeah, did you go to school there? Hey. Man, how's that you defense ever, you look? You ever been to Austin? Yeah. That defense looks pretty strong, and I'm sitting there going, I don't know, man. I just like the horns. I don't know. <laughs> and I'm going, dude, I don't. I had, oh, no, I went to the gym. It was just this week. I went to the gym with my Longhorn shirt. And the young kid comes up to me, goes, "Yo, man, you ready for this weekend?" I'm going, "What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> he goes, "Man, no we go clue. to OU," and I go, "Oh, is that this week?" <laughs> I didn't even know. You're the worst teacher fan ever. I'm the, first, yeah. I'm the worst. It's just a shirt I've had. I've had this shirt for like eight years, and it's a good, comfy workout shirt. And I got to go talk about their record. And I'm like, I don't even know. I think they you're won like, last week. You're like, I don't know, bro. It's fucking October. And it's going to be like 93 on Saturday. Yeah, so. I'm like, listen, man, I got a guy in my podcast. He really fucking, I, I got to concentrate on the weather right now. There's no time for this. Okay. I just, yeah, I, I really felt bad. But yeah, that's, I'm, I'm getting back into my graphic tees. But it really frustrates me because I just want to. All I want, if you see me walking around with a T-shirt that you happen to know, do not talk to me. Give me a slight nod and then move on. It's it's kind of amazing though. You're right though. Like you will get somebody talk about. You will find somebody anywhere about a 
graphic tee. Like the other day, we had a guy. I, I was wearing a Tottenham Hotspur like shirt one day, like three weeks ago, and we had a guy coming in there from the end of the office doing a job interview, and he comes in there sitting in the waiting room. He sees me and he goes, he goes, "Hey man, is that a Tottenham shirt?" I go, "Yeah." I was like, he goes, "I'm a, I'm an Arsenal fan." <laughs> so he starts to end up both from North London, right? And he starts talking to me about that. I'm like, dude, how the fuck do you even like, like nobody talks to me about this shirt ever. But you're right though. That stuff happens all the time. And you wear a graphic t-shirt yep. and somebody, somebody will recognize something and start talking to you about it. No doubt. For sure. All right. I'm going to go to the restroom and go grab another truly. I need Jay to give me one and a half minutes on Bubba Wallace's Talladega win. Wow. And Stove, I need 30 seconds on who Bubba Wallace is. Black guy. <laughs> oh, ready. He's right. Oh, we might have See? a walk off in LA. Sort of. Oh, okay. so which channel is it on? Which channel is it on? Goodbye, Cardinals. Is it really? It's on TBS. I was watching like skateboarding on ESPN or something. Chris Taylor just hit a two run bomb to left field and sent St. Louis to hell. You really hate that for St. Louis. You very much hate to see this. So, just... Bubba Wallace. Pretty historic day in NASCAR history the other day. Unfortunately, it was uh, run. The race was run on Monday at noon because it ra- it rained out on, on, on Sunday. Uh, Sunday, so like even in Talladega, where it's usually full. Um, yeah. Uh, contrary, contrary to popular belief, the majority of those people do actually have jobs, so I think they had to go to them <laughs> on Monday. So I think the, the crowd was pretty sparse, and it seemed like, well, I mean, the race on Monday even got called early because of the rain. Because by the time they declared the race over and he was celebrating and stuff, because yeah. I was watching it yeah. in the middle of the day, and you look around, I'm like, there is no one in the grandstand. So I don't know if that was weather-related or if the people of, of Alabama saw who had won and just immediately walked out, which which is kind of it kind of sucks, dude. If that's the case, that 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 sucks. I don't know. That's that's <laughs> you know that's me generalizing, obviously. Yeah. But I you know that that was a thought that came to my head. So, okay, here's my so mo- most of these venues, right? Like for these, I, I don't know much about racing at all. So, do most of these tracks like like Texas Motor Speedway holds over 100,000, right? Like you're. They've yeah, it's it's right at there. It used to be a lot more, but they've reduced a lot of the the attendance because they built that track in the mid '90s during just the absolute right. NASCAR boom. And right, right. I've been there when there was 180,000 people there. Jesus and Christ! Then, and then and then now I think if they sell out everything, they might be pushing like 120. But um, that's a ton of people. Jesus. Yeah, but I mean, there's usually. I'm trying to think. There's maybe maybe eighty or ninety thousand at the most they pull in there now. Gotcha. Okay. So is that and that's pretty standard for for most tracks now? Is that, is that I mean Well like like with, with Texas Motor Speedway, some of these others that have been built recently, mm-hmm. they, they they've got too much seating because they were okay. accommodating, you know, what the demand was at the time, but it's reduced. So some of them kind of renovated and, and downsized a little bit, but it kind of runs uh, you know, some of the shorter tracks might only have like a thirty or forty thousand capacity, 
and then others are are definitely in excess of of a hundred thousand. I don't know what Talladega is, but yeah. the Super Speedway, I assume it probably is a hundred, hundred and twenty. Maybe it's I don't know if it's one hundred and fifty. Brad could look that up probably pretty fast. Uh, He's gonna look no, it up, and it's I've like no it's twenty one. I'm, <laughs> I'm paying attention to a dog in my in my office. Oh, right okay. Now. Go ahead. But um, yeah, I mean, it was he got his first win, and this is his first win in the top circuit. Yeah. of of stock car racing. I mean, he's had success at a few other levels because I followed his career for like close to a decade now. So it's really cool to see him win. I mean, I think he seems to be a really good dude. Um, so I was happy for him. It is it is a rain shortened race, so there's certainly a sect of the you know race fan community that's going to be a like real win because it's raining. It. Yeah, right. They're, they're going to say, well, you know, he, he only won because he got stopped because it was raining. But everybody knew the rain was coming. I mean, they were yeah. literally their, stra- their strategy. 80,000 to 175,000? Yeah. Is that the correct? Did you say Talladega was? Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. It's higher than I thought. I thought it might have been 150 at the most. So yeah. what about, so so Monday, what, what do you, like seeing it on TV Monday, what do you think was the attendance-wise? Half of that? Oh, uh, probably. I mean, it, if that. Yeah. But I mean, they got they got their money um, already, so it's not like they. Yeah. That just comes with the territory because it's happened here too. They've had to call yeah. them on Sunday and race them on Monday morning or Monday afternoon. And actually, the the tracks are pretty good, especially if you're a season ticket holder, like the track yeah. here. Like, if we called them and said, hey, it got rained out on Sunday and we all have to work on Monday, like, they usually, they'll give you something. They yeah. they'll, they might just give you another ticket or an extra, they'll give you, like, yeah. a VIP garage pass to the next race or something like that. Yeah. So you're not just SOL, but otherwise, it's kind of the same thing even here. There's probably 30% of the people that are there if they had to push it to Monday, if it's supposed to be a Sunday race. Gotcha. I mean, I'm kind of cool with that though, man. Like, I like, I, I work too, but that's something. That if I if I was into racing, I had I would have the ability to watch that at work. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's I, I I do I do like that that aspect of it, like being able to watch live sports, no matter what it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's it's kind of cool. Yeah. Did everybody Maybe. enjoy that NASCAR segment? That was the NASCAR two and a half minutes, and you can gamble on NASCAR. That's out there too. Hey, so there you go. I I did not know that. So, uh, I'll I'll reach out to you for advice later. <laughs> All right. <laughs> He's setting the lines. All right. Well, I hope everybody had that piss break for NASCAR. <laughs> that's that's what that uh, segment should be called: is the piss break for NASCAR. <laughs> Let's spell break B R A K E. There you go. I just watched stuff writes itself. Yeah, for sure. Um, so school shootings are back in. So does that oh, mean geez, COVID's done? Man. Jesus Christ, dude! Yeah, back in. But yeah, you think <laughs> maybe not the best words for it. Yeah, that okay. was a shooting that just happened to take place at school. That's not yeah, a agree. Yeah. 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 That like, was not, not the same. Like, that was not the uh guy with a trench coat coming in and blowing all of his uh right. that's that's like a yeah. That could have happened at a Wendy's. Just... I mean 
Why why's it gotta be a Wendy's? Jesus. I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of bad things out of Wendy's sometimes, you know? Do they have Schlotzkis in Arlington? I don't know. Man, I'm not gonna lie though, dude. Like I'm seeing pictures of this kid and I'm like he doesn't look like I, I don't know, man. It's it sounds like I don't know. He doesn't look like a kid that's like pissed off and angry. You know what I mean? Does that does that sound does that sound weird to say? He sounds like a kid. Like, sounds like a kid who's trying to keep it real, or trying to live out the uh, Chris Rock joke back in the day when he's like, "I carry a gun because I don't work out." So <laughs> the guy the guy got his ass kicked, and he's like, "Well, really don't have much in punching." But I sure do have a gun. I think that's kind of what happened. Didn't he go up there because somebody had stolen something from him? Well, yeah, I, I, I got no, no, a guy had come up to. Oh, hold on, I don't know how that that might have happened. Where he came up to someone and then said, "Hey, you stole something," and then he beat his ass and then yeah. got a gun. But I thought yeah. it was the other way around, as far as someone coming up to him saying you stole something. See, and I read that he was like getting picked on and bullied the day before, and somebody took something from him. That's what I read. Boy, that so, was that was sure uh, controversial statement coming up right here. That would sure stifle a lot of the bullying. <laughs> yeah. If a, <laughs> if a lot of the dudes who were getting bullied were like, "I have a nine right here." So, I'm going to show you this thing. Here it is. We, you really we do not. In, we do not encourage that. No, 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 no. You should not no. do that if you're getting bullied. No. I am sure. strictly talking upon a scenario where all the kids who were getting bullied whenever I was a kid all had guns, and you would just and you knew it. Like every every kid would like walking around like they're in the frontier days, where you would actually you're like you're like. 14 and you can carry a gun and they all just carry a gun and everyone's just real nice to each other. <laughs> yeah, things were very simple back then. <laughs> You're like, are you talking shit, Jim? Jim, are you really fucking talking shit? I, I will fucking cap you right now. Yeah, they just walked outside and had organized <laughs> duels. <laughs> we don't but, want two kids walking out on Collins Street yeah. or Cooper. It's like, it's like, You're Aaron Burr. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I will fucking duel the shit out of you right now. You want to duel right now? I will fuck your duel up. Yeah. So, so nobody was killed, right? No, was just uh, injured. So far, it only looks like one was in critical condition. Oh. But other than that, yeah, just a bunch right. of people that need to go to therapy soon enough. Because of because of a uh, a gun violence in a in school, Whew. but it Mental is health. weird. Uh, a lot of people I go to school with, that school's right down the street from the school I went to whenever I was a kid. Uh, whenever the school I graduated from, and a lot of our alumnus are already bragging, being like, "Y'all thought it was gonna be us, but it's y'all guys." <laughs> Right up the street. <laughs> I hate to joke about it, but it's like I thought it was gonna be us, but it was y'all. Y'all, y'all so where, school. Where did you go? Uh, I, I went to Bowie, right down the street. Uh, Timber, yes. Timberview is right down 360. Bowie, are they the Broncos? The Volunteers, sir. Volunteers, that's what oh, it is. Like, yes. like Tennessee. Not a fun. Like there is not a good. 
Like, you can't even brag about the volunteers being badasses. They just straight up got murked up in the Alamo. And it's mm. like, what do you talk we, about with that? We played them in high school. I've definitely, I've definitely been in that gym before. You played, like, in... Like for basketball, what, what the fuck is yeah. going on right now? I don't I'm know. trying to put this. I'm sorry. I'm trying. The, the, the kids. The kids. Uh, do you have a do you have a heart monitor for all your kids? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> One of them is dying not, right now. Heart, you need to get out of here. <laughs> it's not a heart monitor. It's a it's a sleep monitor, and I can't get it to plug. Oh, I'll be God. right back. All right. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Stove's got to go tend to one of his dead children in the in the bed right now. And... Technical difficulties. I'll be back. I'm sure they're fine. I'm just I'm just joking. Um. Uh. Hey, Jay. Yeah. Have you seen the show Doctor Death? I have watched it. Yes. Like, have you watched it all the way through? Yeah, I finished it. Okay. Because I don't feel anybody's. T- Has anybody talked about this show? It feels like uh, it's yeah, I mean, not, well not, above, not like well below the radar of anybody watching this show. And it's it's good too. I think it is decent. Okay, it's not not great. It's not great. It's obviously a movie that, like the actual concept. I believe. Are you uh, taking a shower? <laughs> Stove is going to. He's uh, washing his kid down the drain right now. <laughs> <laughs> he walks back. There's a towel wrapped around him. It was an accident, oh, man. It was an accident. Um, uh, not a show a lot of people are talking about, but Dr. Death. Uh, the only reason that it caught my eye is because there was a local tie in the DFW area to Dr. Death. Oh, yeah. With the man. But, so I was just asking if, if anybody had actually talked about this show because... I would say the reason they probably aren't talking about it is because it is a little bit of a low rent uh, feature. Like it seems like something that was like a really good story, but not a lot of people. I don't think they had the best. It's been promoted very well, and it's only on Peacock. And it's only on Peacock. But I, but I mean, it's got Alec Baldwin and Christian Slater in it. I mean, they got like good actors. They didn't just throw. Just three right, I'll give random, you Alec randoms Baldwin. out there. Okay, I'll give you Alec Baldwin. The other guy is really borderline, and Joshua Jackson is damn near glad to be even in this. And the only reason is because he he offered to be up such a piece of shit in this movie. Do you like? You've watched the whole thing, right? yeah? I have. Yeah, I've did actually like the, I've actually watched some of the documentary of this too. Did you Did you like the? college football practice scenes when you were trying to buy him as a like a middle linebacker middle linebacker <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was that was rather that was rather poor but where, i thought where, most of it was was good where the coach would just keep on running the play when he's just screwing it up so that's if you listen with there's another documentary or there's a podcast series about it called Dr. Death they they address that like head on with guys that played with him like that that practicing was based on like direct reality of he would just screw stuff up over and over but just be able to convince the coach to give him one more chance and one more chance like repeatedly so it's not just a clever like movie tool to say between him screwing up in football to screwing up in surgery no it really 
that really happened. And then we were, uh, the wife and I were watching that and we were trying to, cause he, he was, uh, he ran that like minimal invasive spinal surgery clinic. We were trying to think back to see if, uh, see if we could remember if they ever advertised on the ticket or not. Oh, because it, was, it seems like prime type of stuff that would get advertised on the ticket. Yeah, because minimal invasive spinal surgery. And just anchor, the name of it. What, what was it called? Spondylysis or whatever. Like, what was it called? Uh, the I can't remember. Um, no, I can't remember either. Uh, I'll, I'll pull some of this up. Just keep talking. But, uh, yeah. But it, just... it seemed, it seemed uh, familiar. And I've definitely, I don't think I've ever, I doubt I've ever talked to them. But working on the... Uh, insurance side of the world i've we've definitely had dealings with maybe not dr dunch who was dr death yep sorry sorry for people who don't know but there's this guy named christopher dunch he was a really bad spinal surgeon and he just killed i believe like i don't know how many people he actually killed but it was like a handful and then but there was like 20 to 30 overall that that he maimed permanently like fucked up yeah now the reason I want to talk about this and, and it guess it's talk, good to talk about it with somebody who's actually watched it because it feels like no one's watched this. But do you think Christopher Dunch did this as a psychopath or do you think that he really w- thought he was good but sucked so bad? Is that is that a good distinction between like I don't think he set out and went into those surgeries with, I'm going to paralyze this person or accidentally remove part of their esophagus. But I think he was so egomaniacal that he would not accept help or suggestions or assistance from anybody else. And even if he's got in the situation and he's like, this surgery is way above my head. He would never back down. Yeah, he thought he was smart enough to fake his way through it. Yeah. And it, and he did, I mean, I don't know if he faked his way through medical school, but I mean, I think that was the approach he took all the way to get to that point and was able to push his way through. But then at that point, it's kind of, if you don't know what you're doing, there's not uh, not really a way to, way to hide that. No, I guess just watching it, it kind of come off when I came upon the movie is that this guy was such a sociopath that he may have been maiming these people on purpose or just like trying to maim them or kill them, which I don't believe that is because it would be really hard to keep that going. Like how do you become a really good spinal surgeon when you're fucking everybody up? Like you can only do that for so long. And I think that proved in this is that this guy would do all these surgeries and he would, he would do some of them pretty good. Right. It seemed like, yeah, it. I don't think he messed up every single one of them, but no. he, you know, but he, he was doing some of them on like no sleep and hungover and yeah, man. And I wonder about that too. Cause like, it always seems like it's such a dramatization of anything that you watch in a movie where you're like, uh, you know, what's that, what's that Denzel Washington movie where he's like a pilot who's like doing, I know that wasn't a real movie, like, uh, like a based on true life, but like having it a, just called flight or yeah, something like that. Where, but he was like just hardcore drug, <laughs> just flying planes and be like, 
yeah, man, it's what we do. And it's like having having this Christopher Dunch guy, he's just drinking and doing drugs and just showing up in the morning and just doing surgeries and fucking them all up. And I do wonder, I don't know if, I think that stuff was just kind of like, I don't know. There might have been some really good doctors who really tie one off, do drugs and cocaine, and they're like really good at it. Whereas this guy was just like he was one of the guys who wasn't good at doing that. I think they kind of covered that too. Yeah, that uh, yeah, there were concerns about how much he was drinking or that he was going out, and that, that was the general response from some of the characters was, "Hey, this is just the way it is. These people go through you know eleven years of school, and then they work in ninety-hour weeks and." doing surgeries or seeing people die and having to share that news. And when they get the chance to let loose for a while, then they go pretty full throttle. Yeah. But it was just a really frustrating movie or show just in the fact of like, you have a guy who's just such an, like, he's just such a dick at all times. You're just like, when someone's like, I don't know if you should be putting that hammer into this person's spine. Like, listen, I'm fucking smart as shit. And you're like, I, I mean, I I guess. But it was like the thing is, like, he was a good doctor in the sense of being good at um, uh, research and, and doing studies of some sort. But when it actually came, like, it opened my eyes to a lot of things. Number one, that there are those two different types of doctors. Ones that do research and ones that actually perform surgeries itself. Like, it sounds like he knew a lot of what he was supposed to do, but he just didn't have the skills to actually be a full-on surgeon, if that makes right. sense. But no, also, I think it does. But it also made me think of, like, you know, and maybe, uh, at least for me, I learned a lot about, like, uh, privileges at at hospitals and how that all works. And I'm going... So, any crazy doctor can just go in there and go, yeah, I'm just going to perform surgeries in here, and that's okay. I'm, you know, you're going to get a cut, and I'm going to get a cut, and uh, everything's going to be okay. And doctor, <laughs> the hospitals are just like, yeah, that sounds good to us. You know, just I mean, don't kill anybody too bad. I don't know. <laughs> and are just, you trying to say that our healthcare system isn't perfect? <laughs> it seems odd <laughs> that you can. Like it was really quite the indictment on our healthcare system being like, yeah, anybody can kind of just bullshit their way into doing surgeries. So I always use this type of conversation to give a buddy of mine a hard time who used to work over at the, what's Texas health resources, but it used to be Presbyterian hospital off central expressway. Cause they had an incident where a guy just wandered in <laughs> <laughs> and had scrubs on and was pretending to be a doctor and was giving women breast exams <laughs> at the facility. I mean, just everybody's, uh, you know, fantasy. I mean, I mean, awful stuff. You shouldn't do that. And they also killed a guy with Ebola there, but that's, uh, <laughs> that's a separate, separate I feel like topic. I know this guy. I feel like this guy's been on the podcast. But go ahead. Yeah, and then Clay Jenkins <laughs> ate at the buffet. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, when do we get on TV? 
When's, when's the camera going to be on me? No. That's all I don't even know about. <laughs> no, no, that's the weird thing about, okay, so, you know, mask discussion, that is what it is. But Clay Jenkins is also the guy who went into the, the what's his name? Eric Duncan, is that what his name is? Anyway, the Ebola guy's family's apartment. Like oh, yeah, when everybody's just... saying, stay away, like he just went in there. He's like, hey, I'm head in here and make sure these folks are okay and they uh they know that we care about them that's what's so great i mean uh not to plug another podcast it's just completely different because there's another guy talking about it but um uh tell me where to turn has a really good podcast on uh the ebola uh adventure and yeah that that story really caught me where clay jenkins is it's just Everyone's masked up and really uh, taking protocols on Ebola and just Clay Jenkins with no mask, no nothing, just rolls in there like a fucking retard and just goes, hey, what, I'm, what's going on here? Uh, yeah, it's wild. But, you know, several years ago, people change. Yeah, he really learned a lot from that, apparently. He did. Well, he probably did. Like, afterwards, he's like, did you know you're there's a clean? chance that I should be dead right now? <laughs> yeah, maybe I shouldn't have rolled in there like that. Yeah. yeah. You know how close I was to getting Ebola? That's crazy. Man, I'll that never make the mistake suck. ever again. Okay. That well, would suck to get Ebola. Go watch uh, Dr. Oh. Death. It's not uh, not the worst like docu-series ever. I think it was an easy watch for me. But it was obviously like kind of like somewhat thrown together yeah, in a sense like i thought i was going to come back i thought i was going to come back to bubba wallace talk again and you guys were talking about ebola and some show on netflix or something it's on peacock <laughs> it's oh, on peacock oh, i love peacock it's yeah, on I got the that. cock so okay. um but right. yeah you go watch uh, dr death i make your own determinations there's a uh, fun scene where they they sit in the box at the at the temple um Oh, yeah, Which that's is, right. Yeah, I was kind of laughing about that when he got the job, and he's like, let's celebrate. Let's go watch the Rangers. Hey, they were good back <laughs> they then. They were good at that time, whenever they were going. <laughs> yeah, that was. I think it might have been one of the World Series Pretty years. good ticket. That would have been a pretty good ticket. But, uh, yeah, there was. it's just some parts on it were just like that. His best friend, who eventually becomes a paraplegic, is just like a little over the top like i don't know where they were trying to get with that <laughs> yeah that, that guy is uh <clears throat> you're not going to be able to get him on the podcast he's he's no what longer are you talking he's on next oh, week dear. he's on next week okay no not Just... unless he made a miraculous return from infection and death <laughs> hold on he died yeah he died oh. earlier this year i believe oh i did not know that <laughs> Yeah, because I looked it up afterwards, after I was done, to see, like, how he was doing. There was an interview with him Yeah, about I saw it. the interview with him. Oh, and then I think it was at what I read at the end. It said whatever his name was, Jerry, I think. Yeah, Jerry. I, I think he died in, like, I want to say it was, like, April or May of this year. Okay, well, uh, let me, uh, Jeremy, Jeremy, uh, Dies years so, after botched surgery. Oh, Lord. So cancel that. Uh, Don't have him on. 
the look on Brad, the look on Brad's face right now is pretty great. And, and don't have uh, what was that lady's name? Just a few months Ke- too late. Ke- <laughs> don't have uh, was it Keisha something that you interviewed? Yeah. Don't did, have her. Did she die too? <laughs> no, uh, no. But that was the that was the woman that you interviewed, and then she basically did the whole interview and was like, "Yeah, don't put any of this in the podcast." Like, All right. Well, thanks. That was a weird one. That was the one but she had like, Shelly Luther on. Yeah, Shelly Luther die. God. <laughs> anybody who I want to be on the podcast eventually dies. So just be glad. Well, Jesus Christ. Well, that fucking sucks. Yeah. That is gonna uh, tr- technically that's gonna be true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. God, I mean, that's it's gonna really suck. You died in February. Holy crap! Uh, I just want to die after football season at least. Get one last Super Bowl in. Yeah, yeah. Get one last one in. Well, uh, this this podcast is de- uh, dedicated to Jerry. That's for sure. R.I.P. Don't trust your friends to do spinal surgeries. I can tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Just really don't do that. It's a bad yeah, idea. It turned it out seems- very bad. They said at one point where he did the surgery that his head was so loose it would have just fell off. Yes, that was in the that was in the trial because he had or he had removed so much bone from his spine and they replaced it with like this gel type stuff. But it's usually as they're yeah they replace the uh, you know the disc with like this cage and stuff that they have to remove some of the bone, but it's usually like just small, small fragments. Yeah. But he had chipped away so, so much, much of the bony part of his spine that, yeah, they said that, um, that I'm sure they had to go in back in and correct or put something to support that there was barely enough bone just to keep his neck attached to the rest of his body. Like if he would have shaked a little bit, his head would just fell onto the ground. <laughs> so if he hadn't... That's probably like more or less what he would have had some kind of internal decapitation if he hadn't paralyzed him because he would have been able to move all that. The fact that he was paralyzed kind of kind of saved him. <laughs> he put a spike right down his neck and be like, I got you, oh, bro. That's awful. <laughs> This like, is terrible. Like whenever a plant, I have, uh, I do plants and every now and then the thing starts, you know, kind of falling over a little bit i just get a stick and i put it into the ground and tie it to make sure it stays up a little bit a little splint little plant splint <laughs> oh man it's kind of kind of drooping a little bit let me just get a steak that's, that's what D- dr dunch was gonna do he's like sir you can't just put a stick on the uh you can't tie it to his back and just keep it he left it. a he left a sponge inside somebody oh it was a really creepy, but I think like with a really good high budget thing, they could have done it really well. So I just finished one that's on HBO Max, and it's called the it's called The Way Down. Oh, okay. And it's about a church in Tennessee that is actually <laughs> right close to the same person who used to work at, with the Ebola hospital. Oh. This of course, fucking, this fucking guy next door, next door to this church, basically. See if that Wait, guy so what, ever what, comes on my podcast ever again. What's it called again? The the way down. The way down. Okay. All right. 
So it's a, it's a, it's no, is it Remnant? Remnant Fellowship Church. And it's been around for a long time and they started their ministry is based on, uh, you know, it's like Christian outreach, but like it initiated Christian outreach through weight loss. Is it the way down God greed and the cult of Gwyn Shamblin? Yes. Okay. Is there a, uh, is there a, uh, Oh, hold on one second. This is the legal video deposition of Gwen Shamblin on May the 23rd. It's HBO Max, right? It's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's HBO Max. Right. And it's only, it's only three, like three episodes. Can you all see this? Yeah. I can see it. She has nice hair. Jesus, that's like East Texas hair. When Gwen first started, I truly believed she really wanted to help people. She was Boy, so charismatic. God revealed to me that the key to permanent weight control is a matter of the heart. God's taken 86 pounds off of me. I lost 196 pounds. It was just a massive media hit. Thousands of churches all over the country would have the Way Down workshops. From that point on, she began realizing there needs to be a new church. It is extremely unusual to have a religious group led by a woman. There are men who are elders of... All right, I just want to say that this is all just a takedown of an innocent woman who's just trying to keep people down. Well, you have to watch it, but... Uh... church. But the truth of the matter is I don't believe that Gwen is accountable to anyone. <laughs> That's the reason I call her Gwen Almighty. She's gonna decide whether you make it to heaven or not. All right, is that guy? Jesus the, is, that, is that guy the best part of this documentary? <laughs> Man. There's a lot of there's a lot of good parts to it, but I mean it's it's uh, you know about their ability to. It's not just control, you know, certain people, children, whatever. It's like um, kind of whole suburban area. That kind of operates in more of a bubble. You really just can't ever just have a nice regular organization without some crazy little uh, power struggle of some sort. You know, like if another dumb podcast gets too out of control, that if Brad was just fucking beating everybody and just taking everybody's money, and yeah. And Jay's over there with his cowboy hat just talking about how big a piece of shit he is. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody decides who is successful but Brad. He's the one. If you want to do anything on another dumb podcast, you got to go through Brad. You know? Stove was over there. He was fucking around. He just ate ate him up. So, anyway, it's only three episodes. It's like a three-hour commitment. Oh, I really? Not that bad. That, that's did not I, bad. Did I get the most of it? And Stepford Wives. They want you to be clones of them. It's all about appearances. The cross, the Bible, that's all sideshow. It's about money, prestige, power. That's her holy trinity. Oh, I mean, literally, if Jesus can't take off the pounds, I don't know who can. So. <laughs> it's fascinating. Yeah, that is a, that's a good one. I'm gonna, we're going to have to maybe re, reconvene on that one. Uh, speech, speaking of HBO Max, did anybody catch the Sopranos movie? Yeah, watch it Friday. Jay? Uh, no, and I've never watched the Sopranos. Oh, so. oh dude. <laughs> Jay. All right. Nice. Yeah, I know. Do you get, Perfect time to start, Do you I get guess. made fun of at school with that? It is, actually. 
Dude, okay. it, it 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 still holds up. Like my wife and I, we just watched it probably about two or three months ago. Finished it, and it took us a couple of months to do it. But dude, so, it's so it your still wife holds likes up. it though. My wife, yeah, is, for my sure. wife is somewhat into it, but I'm like, it's kind of like peas with my kids. I just got to keep feeding it to her, and she'll eventually come around. Yeah, I think no, that's she, what it is. Yeah, she liked it. Yeah, my wife loved it, dude. Yeah, but but the movie though, like I love the movie because I thought it like gave us some nuggets. Like, you know, there's gonna be a sequel. There's gotta be. No, oh, I think but, we're gonna get to early, early Tony, like just coming up kind of thing. For sure. And for and sure. I know the only thing that slightly annoyed me is they felt like they had to have Gandolfini's child in it. He was kind of like an afterthought in the movie. He was. Like he, he wasn't a huge part of the movie. It was, it was mostly no. centered around Dicky Moltisanti. Yeah. Which I was fine with, by the way. Absolutely. It, so. was, it was a great story. But right. I felt like the Gandolfini, they were like, I mean, the guy died, so we got to put his kid in there. And it's like, what the fuck kind of sense is that? Like, right. I mean, he did fairly okay because there was not, he wasn't, centered around because if it was centered i think it would have been bad the movie would have really struggled and i think a lot of people are talking shit about this movie and i had such a low bar that Mm -hmm. i felt like oh there was some really like i'm re-watching it now we're on like episode eight or nine of the first season Mm -hmm. so there are already parts in there that are spoken of into the show that they show in the movie Mm -hmm. where you're like why are they even showing this it's like oh yeah you know like uh oh are you the one who when uh, olivia was talking about tony stealing a a a car when he was Mm -hmm. 10 or something like that that was featured in the movie like those Mm -hmm. are the type of things that you're kind of like oh okay that that makes sense yeah so it's kind of like a fanfare type of movie and it's a fine movie i mean it's I'm not Dude, looking for I, like like I, Scorsese type Oscar winning movie. I'm, no, for sure, right? If, my, if you put it in, go ahead, Stove. No, I was gonna say my dad and my wife both had the same opinions about it. They were like, I, I wanted more. I'm like, man, I thought it was great. I thought I, I thought I thought it was like enough to like give you nuggets leading up to this actual series. Yeah, and like leave some things open, like like we know Dicky dies, right? Like they still kind of go into the fact of like like the the you don't really know how he go how he dies and like who did it and who all that did stuff. It, but so, I mean, you have right. they, they allude to who acted upon it. We're not mm-hmm. going to fully mm-hmm. knock that out, but right, you're. Right. I mean, it all makes it all centers in a lot of things in the show where you're like, man, why is Junior such a fucking prick at sometimes? Yeah. And you're like, oh, this is why. Yeah. Like it really, yeah. it really kind of brings more illumination to everything. Like I know in the Sopranos, they they really do put a lot of thought and 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 they go over a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, they do kind of have these holes in there where you're kind of like, how does this character develop into this? What mm-hmm. happens here? And these things can get filled. 
mm-hmm. and it's pretty loom- man. It, the only problem I had um, was number one. I guess I'm stupid. Sylvia's hair was absolutely a wig the entire time. Oh, the whole time. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even yeah. think about that. And I, they, I thought that was kind of dumb too. But yeah, and the, the Silvio character, a lot of people didn't like, and I really didn't care for it either. But it See, is, I didn't mind it though. It, it is what it is. I, it didn't take me out of the movie. It was fine. But I, 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 I didn't thought, think about the hair thing. So see, I thought I thought everybody's characters, especially Junior. I thought the guy that played Junior was great. Well, that guy's always really pretty good. Since yeah, since he yeah. did that uh, that one president show uh, with Kevin Spacey, which should, should, yeah, um, shouldn't tarnish anything. I don't for talk, him. Yeah. <laughs> no, but no, I thought I thought everybody I thought everybody was pretty good in that. Like they did their, they did a pretty good job of you know impersonating the characters. I'm telling you after after hopefully me and my wife get through this again uh, through this series, I would watch that movie again. Oh, absolutely. Just yeah. so I can catch little things yeah. again that I'm probably missed because there was a lot of like them talking about uh shooting uh when Johnny shot his wife in the in the head in her mm-hmm. in her whatever the fuck that is called, the beehive or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they talked the about car. that shit in the oh, in yeah. the in the in the uh series and I never remember mm-hmm. what episode or whatever, but I remember that happening. And I go, oh my god, mm-hmm. he killed her! But I was also like, no, he didn't. He fucking no, he sh- I, shot through her. He yeah. shot through her beehive. And yeah. I remember yeah. when it happened because it's a very shocking moment in the in the show. Dude, that's like midway through the show. It's like season four or something. Oh yeah, it's it's, 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 it's way it's, in there. And it's a, it's a throwaway story, like but somebody you, talking about. Oh, you remember when Dad fucking shot Mom in the head in her beehive, kind of thing? And yeah, just throwaway yeah. lines. So but that's I thought they did. I thought they did a good job of not only that, but there was like other scenes like Junior saying like, like oh he'll never be a varsity player. Remember when he starts to go lucid in the in the in the series, he repeats that line over and over All again. All the time, yeah. And he says it in this in the in the movie. I thought I, I thought they did a good job of that. I thought they did a good job of, you know, integrating the show into the into the movie. Which obviously they wanted well, to do anyways, but yeah, you know, sure. But I, I don't know. I I I. I I didn't hate it as much as I, because I remember Olivia. Um, Olivia brought up like she was really excited about the movie coming out, and I go, "Man, it's probably gonna stink." Like I even yeah. put it out there that yeah. just bear with it because anything that comes out after the fact or whatever the fuck, it's just gonna stink. Yeah, and this did not stink, but it was no. not. It was not yeah. again. Don't put it out there that it's going to be to the Sopranos level or even like right. an Oscar level. It was a good. Right. It's a good piece to have in that puzzle. Okay, if that here's, makes the sense. Que- here's the question. Here's the Yeah, it does. And here's the question though. Like, let's say th- there's got to be a, a sequel to the movie, right? There's got to be. I think so. Leading up, leading up to episode one of season one. So, if you take it as a whole, let's say they make this new a new movie a new two hour long movie or whatever. And it, it goes with this first movie they did. Like I, to me, I think that makes it great. If they, if they do it the right way and it leads all the way up to, to episode one of season one of the show, then I think it's, I think it's really well done. I think it's the way to go. I think they should do more of a mini series though. 
like a I, I agree like a agree. five or six episode like lead in agreed i think yep. fuck the movie thing because it the only problem that i have to say with it is things do feel rushed yeah oh absolutely 100 you know, you, because yeah. you know you only have two hours you've got to get mm-hmm. these things in it feels mm-hmm. rushed so do like a five i would say probably six six episode lead in where you go start from where this stopped to the yeah. first episode you can get a lot in in six hours yeah, so for sure, um, no, I agree. Totally yeah, agree with that. I, I, I think is that it, would be really cool. Isn't it the same thing? Like we like that's another thing. So like, what did you think about? Did you watch Breaking Bad too? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the El Camino. You, yeah, What'd I thought it was fine. I thought it was fine. Okay, see, just as a here. companion piece. Yeah, same yeah. here. But I but I know people that loved Breaking Bad and hated El Camino. I'm like, how did you hate it? Like it's. I, 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 how can you be mad at a little bit of dessert whenever right, you had a great right. meal? That's all it is. Right. is. It's just like, that's a pretty good dessert. It, give, it, me more, give me more of one of the best characters on that show. I'll get two hours of Jesse. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no, give me that. I, I, was, I was into it the entire time. I was, Same. I was invested just like a regular episode. It was just a really long episode. Yeah. Just to yeah. me. And For sure. I don't mind those things, but, um, and that's just like with, uh, better call Saul. It's just so fucking great that you're adding on to yeah. this little ethos and yep. just like, Whoa, like you're, yeah. you're making this great thing and there's, you're keeping into this world. <laughs> yeah. But like going off of that, the next, the uh, trailer for the fucking, uh, game of Thrones just came out. And yeah. I think that's going to be a hunk of shit. And maybe I'm wrong, but that's fucking what I'm, who knows? Dude, I'm worried about it, too. I, I I literally watched that about two hours ago. I watched the trailer for it on this HBO Max thing or whatever, you know, and I'm like, I'm the same way, man. I'm, I'm like, gonna this is going to suck. I'm going to let that one fly. I'm going to let every, I, I don't care what anyone says online. They're going to go, oh, that was actually really good. I'm like, I'm giving you five episodes. I'm going to let you go five episodes in, and then I'll watch the first three, if the first three are good, then I'll keep roll- I'm rolling. Okay, but here's the question though. Okay, so we take let's talk about those first two shows we talked about. Great shows, right? Breaking Bad and um, Sopranos. But I, both, I thought they ended great, both of them. Okay, but but um, Game of Thrones, I didn't think ended that great. I thought the last season oh. was terrible. <laughs> so you're not does- telling anything that's like controversial like everyone right, right universally sure. thought game of thrones ended just the worst fucking way ever right and, and it's like sure. and they get didn't give it away like when when sopranos ended you were like this has to end right okay and then right. when breaking bad ended we were like it has to end yeah. and then when uh game of thrones ended you were like my god please fucking end this yeah, you're not going anywhere. This is you're yeah. making it worse. Yeah, for by sure. existing. Whereas, right. you know, we were on a DM and people aren't privy to this, but we were on a DM talking about one of the best endings, I believe, is is the lost ending. That's controversial, That's though. Oh, it is dude, controversial. It's great. Brad, we talked about this earlier. I legit bald. Yeah, like a baby. And, and just talking about it <laughs> brings out an emotional response out of me. Mm-hmm. 
Like, mm-hmm. because I had this emotional, uh, and, and I watched, I did not watch this live. I think you probably watched it live. Yeah. Yeah. You watched it live. I was like, F, F that. Lost. Oh, looks, no way. Lost. Were you like, stoopy, hey, stoopy. I've never seen Lost before. He just walked around telling people that. And then you're like, oh, wait. <laughs> I like this show. Dude, Jay, it, it, this was so bad for me. I can tell you exactly where I was when I lost, watched that last episode oh, and I bawled remember, my eyes out. We we were we yeah. went to a friend's house to watch the finale. The and lost, I didn't get the lost uh, group party. I think I was yeah. I think I was. Uh, they were either three or four seasons in before I started watching it and caught up. Yeah. But um, like the final season of that, that's just you know you're asking people to have a lot of patience and see through a lot of things. Yeah. You know, to get through however many that was ten or twelve episodes, and you've got these two timelines, and you're trying to figure out. It was too complicated to for people, is what but I have to say. Sense. Yeah, yeah. It made sense at the end, though. It made absolute sense, and then yeah. agreed. And then the, and I guess, and again, this took a lot of YouTube ex- explanation videos <laughs> for me to get there, but. I was watching an explanation video because I watched it and I was kind of like, I had this emotional response, but I didn't understand why. And the the YouTube video made me explain it. And then I would almost like watch this YouTube explanation video and like crying there. And like they were, they went through experience together and then now they're in this world. <laughs> and polar bears and shit. Oh my God. Be- because I don't know if you, because they're the controversial ending to Lost is because everybody has their own. Um, everybody kind of has their own kind of take on it, and like, and that's what's even better about it, because yeah. everybody can take them on it. So at the end, and this is what I'm gonna you you stop me because you guys watched the beginning then I just binged it because it was on Netflix. That's the only reason I watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched it and I watched the ending and I was like, man, that's fucking crazy. Like I liked it, but I also was like very, I was utterly confused in the sense, but it was also very, very sad, but I watched it and uh, the explanation was saying that they had went through this experience together. It's not saying that they died on the plane. Right. It's not, right. it's not saying that they didn't go through whatever they went through. They went through all those things. It actually happened. It yeah. actually yeah. happened, yeah. but going through those experiences. So I believe at the end, and stop me if I'm wrong, but the end, how many seasons were there? Is there five or six? Seven. Six? Was it seven? I think I think it was, but the last season they split in half. Regardless, like the, the last ten or two, twelve, the last two yeah. seasons. So whenever that bomb went off, or whatever it was, and everything went to white, you remember every episode would go to black. Mm-hmm. This was the one episode right. that it went to white. Mm-hmm. Then that whole s- partial of the season or whatever, they were all in this weird universe which everyone thought whenever they landed on the island that was kind of their um purgatory like the, mm-hmm. exactly but that was a theory but that well, was t- not purgatory right, the purgatory kind of was actually that. Yeah. that last season was right. the purgatory 
mm-hmm. like when when Miles and Sawyer were were cops, and I would watch that buddy cop show <laughs> if they ever made it totally without question. Absolutely, that would be a great universe to watch. But that was purgatory for them, and then they all. I'm telling you, the emotion, it still goes into me today. This is not real. This is not kayfabe of any sort. I feel still feel emotion talking about the loss whenever he fully, remember, like, he fully finds out. He's like, oh, this shit, I'm in heaven right now. And I'm here with you all in heaven because we experienced all this stuff together. Right. And that, that shook me to my yeah. absolute core. No, they did. They did things that made sense, like the show. You know, the part that's on the island. It, it in the beginning, it opens with Jack opens his eyes and he's laying down in this island after a crash. And right. then when they wrap up the island storyline, is Jack laying basically in the same spot, about to die, and he mm-hmm. closes his eyes. You see the plane going over of them getting away from the island. Right. So they, they, you know, that that was another part to kill the whole theory of they were dead the whole time, that yeah. they all died in the place. I just hate that. I hate that theory because it so fucks up the whole part of the well, show. See, I think and, they did. A, I think they did a good job of of letting you know that they weren't dead. Like right. everything they experienced was real. Yeah. No, but they they already left the island once and mm-hmm. they went back. Mm-hmm. They gotta go back. <laughs> <laughs> but that, I'm that telling you, it makes part. me want to watch this. Sh- it really just makes me want to watch oh, this show again. Right, I do. Too. I do too, dude. I I, I really want to watch it. So you don't have you, you have some of these instances with TV shows, but like with Lost, whenever I think that was the end of season three, I think, and it's they they've left the island, and Kate is you know. Jack is asked, uh, you know, oh. meet, well, obviously, huh. meet me somewhere, you know, whatever. He pulls up, <laughs> and that's how the season ends of him telling her that they have to go back. And, like, that yeah. was one of those, like, my mind, like, my entire mouth. head just exploded. Yeah, right, yes. I mean, yeah. it's yeah. like the opposite of Gilligan's Island, which I watched that as a kid where you're just like, no, you can never get off this island no matter what you do. And then you're like, you finally get off the island, and you're like, you're going to go back? No, well, you can't all, do that. <laughs> first of all, why would you? You're on an island with Ginger. Why would you want to go back? I'm just saying. Uh, no, it's well. If we're talking about fair, Gilligan's Island, hashtag, anyways, hashtag sorry. me too would probably be uh, uh, like not approved. Anyway, that. but yeah, but no, that's that's interesting. I, I, I actually the to talk these things out about loss because I feel like I'm the only guy who's ever. Just like, dude, I told you that. That's why I told you earlier. I'm like, you're not alone in that last episode, man. I was fucking bawling like a baby. Write us up right now, guys. If you had an emotional reaction to the lost finale and everything about it, let us know because I be think, honest. Yeah, be honest. Quit being a bitch. You cried. Get over it. You know, man. You know, but I cried. But then I like I yeah. had sex with my wife after. No big deal. <laughs> You know? It's usually in the opposite order. <laughs> All right, we're about to wrap up. Uh, Jay, uh, Jay, you want to do a wrestling uh, ender on the last bit of this? 
I don't know. Where do you want to start? What do you want to talk about? Um, hold, on. hold on. We're wrapping up. I, I got half a beer left, bro. I'm sorry, dude. I can't do three-hour podcast. No one listens to those. <laughs> hey, if you, if you want a time waste for this week, next week, or in the future, there's a the most recent episode of Something to Wrestle With. I don't know if you subscribe to that. I have. Uh, just like the old stuff. I haven't listened in, many, in a long, long but, time. Well, they're not really calling new stuff because Bruce Pritchard doesn't have time to do the podcast, but they released a four-and-a-half-hour episode this week that's just all about them talking about Vince McMahon and just all the things they've talked about over the last few years about him. So there's lots of Like a compilation of, cool of like, hey, pal. Uh, Pretty much. Just talking about how, like, he doesn't eat food with his hands and... Things like that. Oh God, I would love to see. You've heard the you've heard Vince the, the man with a French story. Vince McMahon with a French fry with a fork. That'd be great. <laughs> you've heard the manicure story about Vince McMahon, right? That Bruce Pritchard tells. I don't think I have. So, he this was years and years back, and it's like when, um, you know, Vince and his wife Linda. That's Linda, right? Linda. Yep. They're living in a trailer. I think Shane was born. She was pregnant with Stephanie. Oh, my God. This is a long time ago. Okay. Jesus, they, yeah. They've got, like, you know, they've got one vehicle. They, they're, I think they were had filed for bankruptcy or on the brink of it. And I think that's what they had done is gone to formally, like, file for brink, bankruptcy. And they get back to their trailer, and um, they find out that, like, this uh, septic pipe or something is just frozen and busted and and vince has got to get out there and clean it like he's telling the story to somebody and he's like i'm out there cleaning all the urine and feces out of this and there's shit everywhere pounds bro that's the worst this is the worst Vincent we ever heard no it messed up my it messed (laughs) up my manicure they're like you have a man you're still getting a manicure even though you filed for bankruptcy that gum pal, you gotta have class. <laughs> and there's like four hours of those types of uh, anecdotes through the whole thing. Well, after you listen to another dumb podcast, definitely go listen to Bruce Pritchard. I'm telling you, the podcast I'm into right now is the Jim Cornette, all Jim Cornettes. Okay. He has, I think he has two podcasts. One, he has, he does a lot of content. I think he does like a two and a half hour podcast which the jim Cornette experience and then there's jim Cornette drive through which is making fun of the did you ever see the jim Cornette in the drive through uh yes i have uh, yeah I, I think we got to play it for stove because i'm pretty sure yeah i don't know yeah i've got nothing drive through but those do he does really well like in the sports podcast pantheons that's like a top 10 the jim Cornette experience oh i i and i think he's great because what's great about it is he's just um man i hate that he calls himself that calls his podcast the drive-through because now you can't find <laughs> i think he did it oh. on purpose now you can't find the video of him cursing out the drive-through <laughs> Uh, cursing drive-through. I don't know. Where, where was he at? Was it a Wendy's? Uh, no, I don't remember. We don't need to pick on Wendy's anymore. Oh, here God, it is no right shit. here. Here it is right here. Hold on one second. Um, yeah, the whole thing about Jim Cornette is... 
You order true? <laughs> you guys got like two months worth of footage right, now for the CCW. Yeah. And by the way, there's uh, Jim, uh, Chris Jericho's two, in the backseat. Yeah, the two double cheeseburgers were extra okay. cheese only, nothing else on them. Just extra cheese only, that's it. Okay. Extra cheese. I don't think nothing I've else ever on them. We figured you'd have out already by the time we got up here. <laughs> Didn't know what? Didn't know whether to fix it or not. We, were <laughs> we wouldn't have ordered it if we didn't want it fixed. God damn. Um, fucking idiot. Is this, yeah, fuck, is this a fucking comedy show? Does this look like a fucking comedy bus to you? You know what? Hey! Here we go. Oh shit. Is this good or not already? I'm entertained. I mean, I don't. I've only heard like the back. I'll show you the part. It's like the back end part where I've never heard the lead up to all this. Is this the Forney Dairy like Queen? Uh, <laughs> this is the Forney. No, I think this is in. Uh, uh, he's in, he's in the seat with uh, Chris Jericho and Lance Storm. Oh shit! Yeah. God goddamn, come through that fucking window and cut you. Oh. <laughs> Here we go. Hey, we ordered the damn shit. We're hungry, not because we wanted to fuck around. So don't cuff me, fucking ugly bitch. <laughs> oh my, Chris, uh, Jim Cornette coming out in his Zumbas, <laughs> his tight T-shirt. Going, no, listen here, fucking cunt. <laughs> Yeah, we do not condone this type no, of thing. No, I think no, you should never talk not. to a woman like this. I think we've been taken. We've been waiting 15 minutes to motherfucking line, you stupid son of a bitches. Anyway, we order goddamn $30 worth of fucking food and sit here for 15 minutes and they don't even start fixing it till we get up. And the crazier thing, this is pre-COVID. I mean, fuck. This is like a, <clears throat> this is like a post-COVID issue. <laughs> Trying to get any type of service at a... At a, at a fast food right now, which is really <laughs> tough. <laughs> Everybody's going to be quiet. Here, because they think we're fucking joking. We've been sitting here 15 minutes. They don't even start the order. Fucking little cunt. <laughs> Damn straight. Jesus Christ. They didn't start a fucking thing. I thought we were joking. 15 fucking minutes. Got to drive 200 fucking miles. I thought we were joking. It's, it's, just oh, egg it's, it's, it's Chris Jericho fucking with him. Yeah. I'll kill somebody. Woohoo! <laughs> 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 I'm back in August. How about you, Jerry? <laughs> yeah. We're gonna call it the J.R. Benson Red Rum Memorial Family. Well, I'm sorry too, because we gotta drive 175 miles and we sat here for 15 minutes for nothing. We ordered food and they won't even start fixing it. I can imagine you don't get many orders if they won't fix the food. I told her when I started the order that I had a very big order. You know we're gonna get some fucking spit in this shit. Oh my god, it's a fucking joke. <laughs> All right, I think that <laughs> should have. I think that about hits the main the high points. Notes. The high notes. Of this. <laughs> <laughs> Not the nicest guy.
Banana. Um, here's the banana. All right. Appreciate the fries. That would be me. Don't let him forget my fries this time. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Well, it about hits the moments where he jumps out of the car. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Did you guys talk about Urban Meyer at all, by the way, before I got on? No one cares. No. Okay. That's did, just, he, uh, did he do something wrong? Uh, not yeah. really. I mean, I mean he's married, I guess. But I mean, other than that, listen. If some woman rubs their things on me, that's I'm the victim. <laughs> I would say it was. <laughs> if it my was wife would be like, "Why are great. you doing that to him?" I would say uh, probably needs to be on the team plane going back with, uh, you know, flying back with the team like literally every other coach does. I'd probably just start there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so as we were saying, <laughs> I don't know how we got onto Jim Cornette, but I, I've just been listening to a lot of Jim Cornette. Um, if you're going to listen to Bruce Pritchard, apparently, you know, he's too big into – being an executive over at WWE, so he doesn't do his podcast much anymore. Um, Jim Cornette's one's pretty good because he's he's very fair on everybody, like WWE to to AEW to NXT. Like, like he's just fair. Like, there's obviously shit in all these organizations, like. All these things are having problems or not having great things, but mm-hmm. whenever he, there are some good things, he'll he'll point them out. Yeah, just from a product standpoint, not. I mean, because I think last year was the most profitable year WWE's ever had. Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, think. I think I come along on like I like, like. You tell me, Jay. Like, do you like any of the like high flying type of, as as Jim Cornette calls them, like gymnastics moves, like those type of things in there? I mean, I, I can appreciate them, but I also see that it looks a it looks a bit shit because it does look like choreographer choreography like type. There are. There are spots when it's really good, and there are certain types of matches where that really works. But I don't know, you know, if you can really have a guy like that that's holding like a major title for any oh, period of time. No, like carry a match. No, it's like Ricochet's not gonna carry the heavyweight title ever. No, but I want Ricochet in the WWE because he does pretty amazing things. He was in the Money in the Bank ladder match. I thought it what he awesome. did was I thought what he did was great. I think he's a great yeah. piece to have. Stove is Stove was really quiet <laughs> during the Soprano. Or, uh, no, Jay was really quiet during the Sopranos episode or uh, portion of this. So Stove has to be quiet during the wrestling episode part. Well, you're not. I'm, ta- you're, I'm taking a piss. I'm muted. <laughs> okay, good. You're not gonna have uh, much in the way of gymnastics at the next pay per view in Saudi Arabia. No, this is we, this is your Vince. Look at all those big uh, bastards out the there. Beef. <laughs> have you seen the beef? Have you not seen Slam that? Slamming against each other. Oh god, so much beef. It's gonna be uh yeah. There's gonna be big big guys out there. Lesnar reigns 
Goldberg and Lashley, Big E and Drew McIntyre. I wish I Jesus could. Christ, how old are some of these guys? A lot of them are, did. Well, the thing is, the the Saudi Arabia uh, pay per view <laughs> is strictly we Saudi Arabia puts money into the stock market and they go. So you bring back uh, Goldberg, uh, Brock Lesnar, uh, Ultimate Warrior. Uh, yeah, all those guys. I know he's dead, but you need to bring him <laughs> up. <though>. That, <laughs> like... was, that was the rumor is that when they first started going over there that they were requesting certain guys to be a part of the show, and they had requested the Ultimate Warrior. They're like, they well, to it's gonna cost. Them, but... They're like, no, well, Snake. <laughs> he's still alive. Yeah, he's still alive. He's on AEW. Thank God. No, he's like barely alive. He like I think he had some medical issue. But they get WWE gets fifty million dollars every time they go over there. Just to go over there, and it's like that's insane. Well, it's like they're like, well, we can't bring back name name the guy. He's gonna cost too much money. He's like, how much would that cost? Like eight million dollars to bring him. He's like, we will pay that right now. I don't know why I'm doing this voice. That's a great voice. I'm not sure. <laughs> Good job. Dude. They're like, I'm not, we, I'm not sure what part of Kiev Saudi <laughs> Arabian guys from. But... Do you need $8 million to get Goldberg? I don't even understand. We get Goldberg. I will do it. Yes. <laughs> tell the tell the Zohan we'll pay whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, those are the shows that it, they. Oh my god. I really but wish. these, the, the, the pay-per-views over there typically suck, but I think this one is, it's going to be definite must-watch. I'll be, uh, that'll be, a, I'm going to have to take half a day off work for that, because it, it comes on at like 12 o'clock our time. Uh, <laughs> it's usually, the crown jewel is one, one that I usually miss, and catch yeah. the highlights. Oh, absolutely. Honestly. I mean, is, it like a, is it like a Friday or what? It's on a Thursday. Oh, shit. Okay. God dang. Are, are Saudi Arabia three days ahead of us? <laughs> well, I don't think it works like that. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand I, I, time. That'd be pretty hard. <laughs> I don't yeah. understand time and space. Uh, uh, regardless, uh, last time we had another dumb wrestling podcast, which is a subset of another dumb podcast. We talked a lot about AEW. Um, Jay, have you watched any AEW since we watched uh, since we recorded that podcast? Um, yes, I watched one one match, and I saw Miro lose the TNT title. Oh my god, was that to Sammy Guevara? Is that his name? Sammy Guevara, yes. Guevara, yeah. It was okay. A few little. Weird spots on that one. You see the yeah the end spot where Miro basically had a knee right in his nuts. Yes. <laughs> and what's weird is, uh, I guess, kind of, I guess, coincidental. The only other time I've sat down and watched AEW was like a year ago when Moxley was going against Kenny Omega, just because I wanted to see Moxley. Yeah. And John Moxley had won like seventy something matches in a row. And then I tune in, and that's when he dropped the title. And I haven't watched since then. And I flipped by there, and I saw Miro, and I was like, oh, I'll watch this. There's only 10 minutes left of the show. And he hasn't lost in like a year, and he loses the title. So if there's somebody over there you don't want 
you know, holding one of the titles, just let me know and I'll tune in and sure they'll, they'll lose it. it. They'll they'll <laughs> yeah. drop the title. That's how Which, it works. Okay. And we're we're gonna get on a couple parts, but I'm and then we're gonna leave. But um Are we? We are. We we truly are, because I'm getting tired because you fucks started late, but no problem. Um so AEW is um I felt like got a little hype whenever CM Punk came through and I think as me and Jay talked about last time was one of the more highly um said best weekend best weeks of wrestling in history um I would say that's cooled down quite a bit like we can't say we're having the best month in wrestling can I, say um, this about, can, can I say this about wrestling, by the way? Like, all of my, any any of my wrestling knowledge, which was not much, by the way, but anything I throw out, like, earlier, the people's elbow shit, like, I wouldn't know any of it if it wasn't for my brother, like, who's eight years younger than me, but he watched wrestling, like, fucking crazy when we were kids, right? And that's yeah. the, the only knowledge I have about it. But, dude, it's fucking entertaining as shit. We need to bring Little Stove on. He'll come yeah. on, my, bro- my dude. My brother, my brother's fucking hilarious, dude. I'm not kidding. I'm not even kidding. He's it's, fucking. It's sh- entertaining, and yeah. especially going to a live show like TV is very, it's it's hit or miss. Like I watch most of it on DVR, and I'm skimming Fast through Warren a lot. Yeah. yeah, a good thirty to forty yeah. percent of the show, I'm just like, okay, I don't. These two, whoever wins is fine, but nothing major is going to happen. I don't need to see all the, all the technical stuff, but. Being there in person, like it is, it is just wild. Especially dude, if it's a pay a pay per view type event. Right, right, dude. Like legit, Jay. Seriously, I like. I don't like. I don't like NASCAR at all. Like, I, I don't get into it. I'm like, it's cool. I'm like, I have. I'm. I've got questions about. It, like I asked you earlier, you know, st- stuff about it. I'm, I'm interested in it, but I, I won't watch it. But fucking wrestling. If if there was a big event like that, I would go. Like, yeah, I, I would. I would be into it. I think me and, and Stover are gonna go to WrestleMania. I dude. I would fucking go to that shit. Seriously. We're, we're, I think we're going to go, Stove. So uh, we're we're going to put a planned podcast trip. Let's do it. I I'd be into it. And my but I'm telling you my brother was the was the one who really was like, "Okay, this is pretty entertaining." Yeah. In like that like I said, he's younger than me, but like that's what he he loved that shit when he was a kid. No, well, I they, think what's getting to me right now is I'm learning as I'm watch, listening to this Cornet podcast just how shit some of these like quote-unquote gymnastics guys like the young bucks and like kenny omega these guys who kind of led up with AEW, and just how limited they are as far as like uh it was great with the things that some of these cruiserweights did but the guys who are truly bringing in money and that's literally all wrestling is is everybody, even the wrestlers will tell you it's like you did a lot of good. You were a really good wrestler. Did you bring any money? At the end of the day, yeah. at the end it's of the day, who, anything all comes up yeah. to is what did you draw? What is the money that you brought in? If you bought, did you sell T-shirts? Did you people yeah. come to the show to see you? And yeah, that's yeah. Who, really who all that. Who can you put? Who are the two faces that you can put on the poster? Yeah, that you're putting on the billboard to sell seventy five thousand tickets. Are yeah. you one of those faces? And it right. typically needs to be a 
a big mean looking guy not yep. somebody who's it know, is but it's also five like, nine 160 pounds but it all comes up I, and actually i have to put this on like bret hart whereas he would he came up with like a a, a judging scale of like um like a one through ten of like wrestling skill and one through ten of like look like as you come out you see <clears throat> you know um uh, you see Darby, and then you see uh, Bobby Lashley. Which one are you going to go, holy shit? Like, I remember Jay talking about, like, when he saw Bobby Lashley, he's like, holy shit, this dude is a big motherfucker. You know? It's huge. Huge dude. Whereas, um, and then on top of that, you have the talker dudes. So, uh, compared to the talking to the... The look and the actual wrestling skill, those are all factored into it. What actually brings people to the, to the truly, in my mind, what brings people to watch wrestling is, number one, the look, number two, the talking, and number three, the wrestling skill. Like, what you can actually do in, this, in the wrestling ring. Like actually doing wrestling is actually third in my mind. It's like mind. the very, the, yeah, 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 the very last thing, yeah. Like you look at the guys that we grew up with, with Hulk Hogan, and say what you will about that guy, everyone hates him, blah, blah, blah. And I think there's a lot of good reason to hate the guy. The guy brought in a ton of money doing minimal things in the ring with just looks and straight up as a character know, as a character yeah, and bring and bringing the persona and talking well you know and so now everybody wants to get away from that as far as in AEW where AEW the ranking system goes wrestling being good at wrestling is number 1 um i don't know where they interchange the as far as Talking and and the look, I, th- I would say maybe the look is probably last, and the promos are second. So that seems to be the AEW problem, and the w- problem that that uh, Jim Cornette has. He's like, all these goofy bastards coming around and and doing gymnastics is all fun and shit, but ain't nobody buying fucking tickets for it. Is that a good Jim Cornette? Uh, impression? I think that's pretty good. Uh, I think your voice needs to be a little higher. You know, everybody wants to come in here and watch gymnastics and shit. But that's better. Ain't nobody want to fucking pay for it. But you that's know, better. it's just it's just the whole thing of like it kind of opened my eyes and just go, yeah, man. I mean, I like watching a lot of this high flying and and like move centric. Uh, wrestling, but at the end of the day, you're kind of like, well, after you watch that, I'm kind of done because at you know Becky Lynch actually came out and was like, you know, at the end of the day, no one's sitting here watching like, oh, what's the great movie that they have? They're like, they're here for the stories and the yeah. and the connections of like, like I hate to say, it, but like the best wrestling angle that ever happened. In my mind, and stop me if I'm wrong, and there's probably more out there, but like the NWO back in 
six ninety seven was one of the best res- wrestling angles, and I think the the epitome what happened is one day they were doing, you know, they were still doing like the old WCW stuff, but they were also doing they had the NWO angle, so they were like doing their regular WCW wrestling show. We're like, oh, welcome to WCW, and then out of nowhere goes, oh my god, uh, the Buff Bagwell and, and that other guy he was in the whatever sh- uh, group he was in together. Like they got beat up along with Ray Mysterio, and they're like, "Oh fuck, man! NWO is beating the fuck out of people with baseball bats." And like people from the Orlando area actually called the cops because they thought yeah. that shit was real. So it's a different time. Too. I, I know it is we a were, different we're time. Still it's, on the edge, but it's still where you can blend. The lines would be like, do these fucking guys hate each other? Or do is some of this shit real? Like, is something wrong? Whereas you look at AEW and you're like, oh, fucking none of that's real. And I know you're like looking at WWE where you're like, maybe some of that's real. But at least they're trying to put on entertainment and a story of some sort. Whereas I'm, I'm finding out about AEW is they're just not bringing a story of any sort. Hmm. But I think that's what separates the, you know, the WWE. I, I, I don't know. Again, that from some company, doesn't know much about it at all. But that's what I think, like, the WWE does, like, a good job of, like, entertainment-wise. Like, they do have a story. They do have a background of of what's happening, what's going on. You know what I mean? So you do have that. Like you do, you you do have like people getting pissed off or or happy about certain things because there is a background story to what's going on. Yeah, and I, when they and when they tell the story and they stick with it, and there's a payoff at the end, that's the that's the best part. I mean, it can go either yeah. way, but especially when it's the the good when the good guy finally wins. Yeah, that, those are the huge. Those are the huge moments, and when they do it right, like it's just the spectacle of it is just there's there's really like nothing else like it, and it's yeah, see, silly and it's stupid, but it's also right. awesome. Yeah. See, that's what I th- that's what I think. Like for some, for me, come from somebody that doesn't really watch it, like I respect it because it's so fucking well done. Like I think it can you do be, a, yeah, right, and and for the most part, it is. I think, like from what I. From what I see about it, from my what my brother watches, you know, and shit like that, like it's done really well. Well, on top of that, um, I watched another television show which happened right after, I believe, Rampage, AEW Rampage. But there was a show called Roads to the Top. Oh, Did anybody catch Roads to the Top? <laughs> Did anybody know what the fuck that well, is? Sh- well, shit, no, I don't. Okay. I know what it is, but I, I didn't watch it. Okay. I, I can't watch Let anything that has Cody you, Rhodes in it. Uh, so, Cody Rhodes and his wife. Dusty's brother? Dusty's son. So, oh, shit. I was yeah, close. It's his, his, his son. <laughs> I'm glad you knew who Dusty was. <laughs> this is Dusty Rhodes' son, Cody Rhodes, who is mm-hmm. one of the pioneers of AEW. He's one of the guys who really pushed for this company and kind of lined things out. All right. But uh, let's see how in the future 
let's come back here from a year now and see if Cody Rhodes is still part of AEW. Uh, let's let's revisit that later. But he now has a reality show on TNT with his wife, uh, Brandy. I have watched, uh, I guess they broke it up. That it was an hour long, which I guess featured just the episode one and two. I have to tell you, the charisma and likability, because uh, I, I watch things with my wife because she gives me the unfiltered, like, I look over to her and like, what did you think of that? She goes, they're just horribly unlikable. (laughs) They are not likable people. And it just comes off as very phony. Uh, Whereas um, we watched another show that's, and it's on the Peacock. Uh, Have you seen uh, Ms. and the Mrs.? I've seen episodes of it. Not, not all of them. I have to tell you all those episodes are hilarious. I have to tell you the Ms. and the Mrs. (laughs) is fucking great. Yeah. I don't give a shit what anybody says. I fucking love, like, because the whole thing is you're like, how's the Miz and Miz? Like, the the character of the Miz is a fucking douchebag Hollywood guy. You know, like, how is this guy going to be halfway likable in this? But then I, like, I'm, I'm an old school uh, Mike Miz guy because I knew this guy from real world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this dude sure. was the shit, dude. I like this guy. Like, he's, he's very likable. He's for a sure. very yeah. likable guy, yeah. and that goes a long way. It's like you can't really be real hillish. Uh, I mean, if you're gonna be hillish, you need to be hillish. Be like, man, I want this fucking person to burn. But he doesn't come off hillish. He comes off like yeah, yeah, very likable. Very, yeah. you know, uh, you know, he has this heel persona, but. In real world, like he's a really nice guy, and he like he makes you laugh, and just likable. And his wife is just everything about it. It just comes off great. Where Cody Rhodes and his fucking wife are just the absolute opposite of that. They are not likable. They're coming off very phony. And yeah, man, I tell you, go watch Rhodes to the top. I don't know how long that shit's gonna be on on. Uh, on air for but it is it's atrocious but the only thing is like that it really crushes and then sorry i'm gonna bring back jim Cornette again he watched this and i listened to his review and he goes guy got fucking cody rose over there talking about a promo he's gonna do that he had to memorize god his daddy would be rolling around in his fucking uh casket thinking about that like he has to do this promo which these promos are supposed to be like exuding like uh some type of feeling where the way he presents it is like he's phony as fuck like he had to memorize something and it didn't come from the heart type of thing and you're like well fuck this Yeah, yeah no one's buying this like it's, I think Rhodes to the top. I know this. This, this might be hyperbole. This could be the end of AEW as we speak oh if they gosh. keep this going. Wow. Yes, because they need to end this now. There was a lot of. I know there's some smarks who are out there. I'm there. I get it. 
I don't, uh, sorry, Stove doesn't understand that that term, <laughs> but it's just like people who are really into the wrestling game, they understand that this is predetermined and all this other shit. But it's like scripted. Yeah, it's scripted, but you can't go out and go, yeah, we got a fucking can you believe this? We got a we got a rabbit and it's in the hat the whole time. And I know we pull it out, but I mean we're gonna show you right here. It just shows that it's all phony and bullshit. And you're just like, how is this gonna play? Like they need to end this show like fast. I don't know if it's gonna make it past the two episodes that it got. I'm actually kind of hoping it doesn't because it's still really entertaining in the sense of this is this is very entertaining. Of these people are like it's not funny. Like we're Miz and the Misses, it's funny. Whereas Rose at the Top is not funny. It's cringy. It's people who are trying to be funny, but it turns off of just being like Brandy Rhodes talking about her vagina. I don't know. It's really weird. Okay. Where are you watching this at? It's on TNT, right? It's on right? TNT right after oh, Rampage shit. on Fridays. Oh, okay. Yeah. But well, well, I'm glowing out of the club. review. We can we can review it. Uh, get on your TiVos. We'll review uh, one through TiVo? three or four. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, man. I'm telling you, AEW, Tony Khan, listen to me. Take this shit off the air if you want to keep this this fucking company afloat because it is ruining anything that you have. Because I swear. Go ahead. I, I, swear, I was going to say, I, I bet my brother knows all this shit. Like, he, he, I, I, I guarantee you, he is still, he still nerds into out this, this wrestling shit. Yeah, I guarantee you he is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I kind of yeah. just jumped back into it in probably the last uh, two years or so. So it's not yeah. something I'm... Uh, but it, I, I don't watch it like I did when I was a kid where I was like, yeah. this is still real to me, damn it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a lot of it's like, man, I know this is bullshit. But I fucking love it. I love it. It's cool. It's cool. Like I said earlier, it's cool to me because I do think they do a great job of the entertainment value. Like I think they do a really good job of the storylines and, and shit like that. So well, it's pretty fascinating. Uh, let's. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm totally up with reviewing it one day. But you know, let's. Let's. Let's go with that. But uh, anything else? Anybody got any parting words? Because I think I'm. I'm good to go. No, you. You asked me to come on for a quick 45 minutes. How long have we done? For an hour and 45 million minutes. So I, I was gonna see. That. I think. I, I was gonna see. I think I jumped on like two hours ago. So Jay, oh, I know you I'm sorry. Some, we'll, we're going to cut down this podcast quite a bit because I mean, I'm on your show trying to help you out. <laughs> I know you are, You're a big jerk. No, now what you think of this is y'all show too. I mean, I I, I I curate it, but we make it our own. So are you going to send me part of that fifty bucks or? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> you okay. can buy your own Trulies. <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's it, it, it's fun to be on. It's like it's for me, man. It's like with the kids and shit it's like spontaneous shit like tonight i'm like sitting here and i'm like this watching is... tv with the wife and i'm like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna text him i'm gonna text brad here and see if he's still on so yeah this is a good time stuff and i'm glad you yeah. came on yeah. jay i'm glad you came on i i still have a good time with this i was literally 
Not going to lie, last week or so, I was like, should we keep this going? Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> dude. I was it's like, still fun, man. I still, I still, again, if when it turns into like work where I'm like, oh, we got to put another podcast out, then I'll be like, I think it's time to end it. But yes, like when we're doing it, it's still fun. I, I enjoy it. Uh I do have to edit weird things out of the podcast. Like that's <laughs> the pretty front loaded. In yeah, this one. this, this was, podcast is going to come like right in the middle. Like, what is? Why are they just talking? And like, well, we had to edit out a whole. Bunch I wish I'd heard that shit. Yeah. Uh, I have to send it into like the. Uh, we'll put that in the Patreon behind the uh, behind the fake wall. <laughs> yeah, because it, it is too much. I, I like. The people who are uh, incriminating themselves are going, no, man, put it in the podcast. And I'm like, yeah. no, no, no. I think Maybe we're going to we take that. I think yeah. we're going to take that right out. It's just, I'm, I'm just going to protect yourself. You know, you don't even know it. So, all right, guys, I appreciate y'all. Yeah. Have a good one. See you next I'll week you when later. y'all uh, totally bail on me and not show up. So. So. <laughs> all right, fellas. See you later. All right, see you on the Twitter tomorrow. See ya. Yeah. Bye. 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 <laughs> All right.